Welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live's commentary of Gated Football Club. This commentary is fully interactive. We'd love to hear from our listeners wherever you are listening from, around the region, around the country, or even around the world. You can tweet us at Heed underscore Army, or you can message us on the Spreaker website as we are broadcasting throughout the game. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you're thinking about Gated Football Club at that moment in time. And, well, we just have to say thank you to our sponsors, Naked Print, because without their help, we wouldn't be able to bring you this service. So sit back, make a cup of tea, and hopefully don't spill it if Gated score. Hello and welcome to Gated International Stadium for today's commentary between Gated and Maidstone United. Gated looking to get back to winning ways here against a managerless Maidstone who their manager Jay Saunders left through the week. Um, but, as I say, it doesn't matter about what's happening off the pitch, it's what's happening on the pitch and we will bring you every kick this afternoon and um, we've got the build-up as well coming. We've, we hear from Steve Watson and also from Tom White and we've got a Scott Barrow interview that we play out at half-time but Scott Barrow will be joining us for commentary as well today. It looks like it'll probably be his last one before he manages to get back match fitness and back out there on the pitch. But um, the Gator team, I'll quickly read it out to you, is Ainsley Pairs in goal, the captain Robbie Tinker number two, Jack Hunter number four, Fraser Kerr number five, Greg Ollie number eight, Stephen Rigg comes in to replace Luke Armstrong who's injured with a hamstring injury and we're led to believe he will be out for a month. So that is um, very disappointing news. 11 Cameron Salkel, 12 John Mellish, 14 JJ O'Donnell, Tom White 15, and Scott Bowden, number 19. And the Gator benches Mark Bowden, Connor Thompson, Lewis Maloney, Elliot Forbes, and Tom Devitt. Well, this is what Steve Watson had to say to Gator FC TV in the build up to this game. Steve, first month of the season is out of the way. Um, what have you sort of learned about the squad given this first competitive month? Um, I think I've learned that we we can compete with uh, with most teams in the league. Now we've played teams that are now at the top. We've, t- we've played teams near the bottom, and we've been in every game. You know, we've we've showed that we we can compete in every game. And, and but for I would say four sort of vital parts of, of games, um, which obviously we've addressed and we and we, we constantly work on. Um, you know, we, we could be a lot higher up, and we realistically. You know, we've conceded two goals on 44 minutes and two goals on nine, on 88 minutes, um, which you take them out of the equation or even take half them out of the equation, you're up in around the top three. And if you take them all out of the equation, you, you, you're top of the league. So you've got to take those as positives because, you know, nobody's nobody's um, outplayed us. Uh, nobody's really outfought us. Uh, as I say, you know, the, the mistakes we've made have been our own doing. Uh, a little bit of naivety, a little bit of game management. And, you know, hopefully... The lads are learning as they go. Has it been a bit of a month or two halves in some respect, or well, yeah. I mean, I don't think we played. You know, I don't think we've played much differently in both both games. It's just it's just certain parts of the game that has been better than the other parts. You know, it's. I think the overall performances have been quite consistent, maybe with the exception of, um, you know, how we played maybe Bromley. Um, but I think. Obviously, go, we created a little bit more at the start, as in we, we, we got more goals, but I, 
you know, they haven't fell at the second half of the month and things that things that were tight at the first half of the month didn't really, you know, slackened up a little bit second half, little mistakes started creeping in. So but as I said the other week, you know, it's very early, it's just, 30, 39 games left and it's uh, it's a marathon of a season and there'll be a lot of twists and turns um, all we can focus on now is you know, two two home games that we hope to get right back on track with You've touched on the sort of belief the players need to have um, seven games in, the fact that they've been in every game and could have well won most of the games, is that really important for their belief in going forward? It is, yeah, as I touched on after the game it's, it's all very well you know, me constantly telling them to believe and telling them to have a lot of confidence in themselves. But you know, the, the young lads, and if they, and if they, and if an error creeps into the game, um, the, the main thing that they have to do is not to dwell on it. Is just to get on with it, get get straight back on with it. The great players are the ones that will make mistakes and just brush it off and keep going and keep going and keep going. And that's what you know. That's what I'm hoping the lads are getting getting into their psyche. You know, the fact that everybody makes mistakes. It's not about the mistake you've made. It's about how you react to it. It's about how you get the ball back. It's about um, being brave enough to get back on the ball. Um, as I say, that's part of the process as well. Is there anything you can do as a manager to help with that, or is it up to them to take? Yeah, look, yeah. I mean, I've I've. I've told them that um, if they play the way I'm asking them to play, and you know they make mistakes, and uh, uh, I just want them to keep going. I need them to keep keep trying to do it, and then I'll you know I'll hold my hand up and I'll take responsibility if if if, if they don't. I think the 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 travesty would be if they if they stopped trying to play that way and, and and they did completely lose confidence in what they were doing. So you know I've got I've got to give them the belief that I've got their back and I and I'm telling them to play a certain way and I'm trying to tell them to be positive and and you know. And I think I think the more that happens, the more belief that they gain as the season goes on, um, the better we'll become as a team. And after roughly 2,000 miles travelled in August, um, two home games in quick succession, you must welcome that. Yeah, we do. I mean, we've not been not been beaten at home. We've um, we've. Uh, We've had some good results, picked up good results against uh, Dover, picked up a great result against Salford, um, almost threw away a great result against Orient. But no matter who you're playing against in this league, we, we know that for a fact, you know, with that uh, Maidson haven't started the, the way they'd want to, they've, they've changed managers this week, we all know that what effect that can have. So this will be every bit as dangerous and, and, and as difficult a game to prepare for as Salford, Dover or Orient. And what sort of your approach and feelings going into Saturday? Well, I just think we have to be positive. We have to, we have to, uh, as I say, that I think the league position is a bit, you know, can, can can be a bit false at this stage. As as I would say, probably the same if, if we were in the top three. You know, it, it doesn't sort of sort of even itself out. I would say at about 10, 15 games. So, um, so we're, we're right back in it. You know, if we can pick up six points at home this week, things will look a lot, lot better. And, and that's what we have to believe that we can do. And I certainly believe we can. Yeah. And with the change in manager, is there anything you'll be wary about? Um, well, and you know, we know how Maidstone play. We've played them before. We've watched them the last game. Um, but you don't know what the new manager's ideas are, and you don't know. You know, they might. You might completely rechange the way they play. You might completely change around the personnel if if they've got the the bodies to do so. So the only thing we can do is be diligent on set pieces, as as we've always said, and throw-ins and set pieces, and not give them fouls away, and concentrate on us being the best we can be. Now, if we can be the best we can be, we'll get three points. Tad of unpredictability then potentially about Maidstone. There is, but we you know as I say, we can only we can only affect what we do to a degree. Um, 
we'll react to what they do on the on, on the time and certainly when we see the team. But um, we can only set our team up to, to, to play the way we want to play. We've gone through a lot of different variations this this week because I think everybody everybody that's played a part this season after certainly after Saturday's sort of result and performance uh, would 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 think would have a chance and that's the way I want them to train. Um, I'm not one of these managers that particularly likes naming the team early. Um, I just think that can lead to, to, as the week goes on, people knocking off and I need everybody to be um, switched on, I need everybody to be connected all week. So um, as, as we stand, you know, they, 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 all, they all think they've got a chance of playing and they have. And you always say they train very well, same this week as always? Yeah, because of the Monday game we've, we've mixed it up a little bit, so we've had a, we had a really, really bright and energetic and, and, and tough day yesterday. Uh, today's been more more about uh, preparation and, and functionality. You know, just just tactically getting things right. You know, things like timing of things and, and what have you. So it hasn't been particularly uh, physical today, but there's been a lot to take on board. So uh, hopefully they've done that, and then tomorrow will be back on the short, sharp, and, and energetic and enthusiastic, and then looking to do the same Saturday, come out the blocks again. So Tom, you've just finished today's training session. How did you find things out there? Um, today was a good session. Uh, just like yesterday, we've we've worked hard this week. Um, to working on things for Saturday, putting things right. That maybe um, this just the small margins. Really, I think that we've been missing in the past few weeks. So uh, it's been a good session. All the lads are still buzzing, still in a, a good frame of mind. So I think everyone's just looking forward to Saturday and putting what uh, putting a good performance on. Has there been any particular focus in training, or has it been more general? Um, I think we've been looking more like. On a bigger scale, like a eleven v eleven sort of stuff. So uh, I think that will like phases of play. What um, you know, what we work on when it could like more relate to a match. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah, it should uh, it should work well on Saturday. Is it about translating that onto the pitch now? Yeah, it is. I mean, we've we've got a lot of good technical players, and we, I mean myself and eighty percent of the lads still getting used to the league. You know what I mean? So it's. It's taken our, our talent and our ability on the ball and put it into Saturday. And I think if we do that, there will not be many teams that can stop us this year. And uh, what's been your assessment of the first month of the season? I think we obviously we started off really well. Um, I think no one expected us to do as well. And I think um, maybe people people took notice and started giving us a bit more respect. And I think that's, that may, may be a reason why we haven't picked up the many wins. But I think we have been unfortunate in uh, a lot of a lot of stages of the games. And... Um, but like I say, on the whole, it's a it's a positive start, and uh, we're a young team. We'll only get better. Mm-hmm. You've featured in all the games. Started um, all but one. How's that been for you? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've in, I've enjoyed the start of the season. Um, like I said, I, I set my stall out. Just play as many games as you can. Try and impress when you get the chance. Uh, I think I've on a personal level, I'm uh, quite pleased. But like I say, there's much much more to come from me, and uh, there's a, a lot more improvement to do for, uh, for me and for the rest of the lads and it'll uh, board well for them this season. You're one of the more longer-serving players in the squad. How does it feel to see the hard work pay off? I mean, I'm a long long serve, but I haven't, I haven't maybe served as long on the pitch as I would have liked. So I think I've been in the building for about four years now, which is crazy to think about it. But um, I think this this set of lads is probably the best the, the best set of lads we've, uh, we've had. Everyone gets on as... There's youth, there's experience, there's, I think we've got a bit of everything, so um, it's a great set of lads and, like I say, I think um, we'll only improve. Does someone like yourself have almost a different role in the squad than you may have in previous seasons? Yeah, I mean, I think I feel a lot more... I've, I've always been like around the squads and stuff, but I feel like it's like a centrepiece from the uh, 
like I've been around a bit, so um, I think that that gives me a bit more responsibility than I maybe have had um, in the last few years. But I'm enjoying it, um, and I think we need eleven leaders out on the pitch, and I think we've we've got that to be fair, and every, everyone um, is pulling in the right direction. And what's the sort of message you move going into Saturday's game? I think well, nothing really, really needs to be said. I think uh, oh, everyone wants to win. Everyone's desperate when everyone's desperate win every game, and uh, we're just missing out on the odd goal. I mean, in the 89th minute against Leighton Orient, the lads were devastated, and then it's a it's another narrow defeat on Saturday. So we know it's just little things we need to tinker, but we've um, we've got a good spirit about us, and the, the lads are desperate for three points on Saturday. Well, as you join us here at Gated International Stadium, the teams are out on the pitch and this is how they line up for Gated. Ainsley Pears in goal, Robbie Tinkler the captain, Jack Hunter, Fraser Kerr, Greg Ollie, Steve Rigg, Cameron Salkeld, John Mellish, J. Joe Donnell, Tom White and Scott Bowden. There's one change you may have noticed, that is Luke Armstrong is out of a hamstring, in hamstring injury and um, that is why Stephen Rigg is in today. And the Gator bench is Mark Bowden, Connor Thompson, Lewis Maloney, Elliot Forms and Tom Devitt and um, well we're joined once again by the Welsh Jesus <laughs> Scott, Scott Barrow hello Scott how are we uh, fantastic well Scott this, I think this might be one of the last times we've got you I think it is unless you're here on Tuesday against Harrogate then that could be my last one ah well well we will be here for that so um, see well if it isn't a goodbye today, it'll be a goodbye on Tuesday but um, we'd prefer to have you there out on the pitch but we've enjoyed having you on the commentary and um, well, Maidstone they line up uh, Steve Ro Ro Wogan in goal, uh, Michael Lafetti, George McAllen. Uh, so, how do you say that one? I'm getting McLennan. McLennan, there we go. See, starting off badly already. Um, Will D. Haviland, Alex Finney, Jack Paxman, Blair Tuggett, Samar Mullins, um, Seth Nana Tomasi. Ollie Muldoon and Michael Phillips complete the lineup and Gator are shouting from right to left in their white and black and Maidstone they are in all purple very reminiscent of Dream Team from yes. many years ago great programme yes as Gator kick off and Jack Hunter lays the ball to Robbie Tinkler who plays it across the defence to John Mellish who brings the ball forward and uh, found Stephen Rigg there but the loose ball fell to Maidstone and a free kick given there didn't quite see what it was for but uh, must have been a late tackle and the goalkeeper Wogan will be taking the free kick well say it's a lovely day here isn't it it's uh, probably the warmest it's been even in pre-season yeah, uh, to sit in the stand yeah it's really very nice t-shirt weather as John Mellish is battling with the Maidstone forward line as number 10 as I should say that is that's Paxman plays the ball to Effetti Effetti battling and dispossessed by Hunter but the ball only went across the face of the box and it's with Maidstone on the far side trying to find out the shirt numbers just to get used to them at the moment I think that might have been uh, McLennan on the far side but Maidstone have the ball it's intercepted by Robbie Tinkler just run into the centre circle with the ball plays it across to J. Joe Donnell in his bright orange boots pings the ball forward looking for Rig, who got the header and unfortunately goes all the way through to the goalkeeper well as I said 
Maidstone lost their manager this week. Jay Saunders left the football club and they are under um, the temporary, or well, we don't know if it could come permanent, under uh, charge of Steve Watts today. Um, so I think he's made a few changes to Maidstone because uh, they haven't started the season particularly well. And long may that continue for the next 90 minutes. But if you are from Maidstone, please do uh, contact us. You can contact us on Twitter at heed underscore army and on the chat for something we'd love to hear where you're listening from in the world today and um, a few people have done that already John Tinkler listening to the Heed Army podcast uh, can life get any better come on the Heed oh, you must be really liking it um, and he's listening in, in Mexico in the hotel lobby oh, so it must be very early there uh, but thank you for joining us John and Erin is listening in Plymouth yet again as the ball's played forward on the far side and it wasn't kept in by Maidstone and that was, I believe, uh, McLennan. I couldn't keep it in. Number three. See, Mullins is an absolute unit up front for uh, Maidstone. So I think we're going to have to be particularly careful in set pieces. Stephen Rigg headed a ball on. Just a little bit too much on it, looking for Bowden and straight into the goalkeeper's arms. But, um, yeah, as I say, he's probably the biggest player I've seen so far this year. He's a bit of a big lad, to be fair. Um, I think John Mellish is going to have quite a handful this afternoon yes and Salkel didn't manage to keep the ball in the far side and that is a throw in to Maidstone well let's hope he doesn't think outside the box again today and take a throw in from the stand it's a little bit further away than where it is at Halifax <laughs> oh that was that was the, probably the best part of that game on, uh, <laughs> on Monday when, when John did that, that he's superb. his mum tweeted us on Saturday night I think they listened to the game late and um, as he walked into the living room was when we just conceded yeah. and then she was uh, having a little dig about his throwing from the stand as well so <laughs> to be fair I, for- I forgot all about it I haven't said anything to him in uh, in training this week so I'll have to bring it up after the game just say you've got a new set piece yeah. as uh, Rig chests the ball down plays it to Solkeld who tries to play the ball forward but it falls back to Rig Rig looking for the run of Solkeld Solkeld's trying to chase it down and unfortunately it's went out of play but it must have took a deflection on the far side because the gated throw in level with the corner of the box and the captain Tinkler is going over there to take it he's got a few options in white shirts there Ollie is showing for him but he's, I think he's going to go for a longer throw he doesn't he passes it to Ollie back to Tinkler Tinkler's twist and turn on the far side gets it down to the dead ball lane crosses the ball in JJ O'Donnell was the man underneath and he didn't win the header but and I think he's got a whack for his uh, troubles as well but Gated are still in possession with the ball and Jack Hunter just overrun it and he was dispossessed by Blair Turgut who brings the ball forward on the left hand side Fraser Kerr for company Jack Hunter's there as well but Fraser Kerr does very well and puts that out for a throw in on the far side fantastic then for Fraser Kerr you know it's about a break 4v2 but Fraser, Fraser Kerr stood his ground and he didn't defend. panic there did no, he no he defended the situation very well and that attack came forward there just for a little lapse in judgment. Well, maybe I'm being a little bit unfair, but it looked like a lapse in judgment from Jack Hunter there. Didn't control the ball well, and Maidstone were able to come away with the ball. But Maidstone still have the ball now as the crossfield ball, looking for Paxman who didn't control it that well, and Mellish clears the ball at the pitch, but it's going to go straight through to Wogan, the Maidstone goalkeeper who is also captain as well. As I say, it is a very warm day here in the stand at uh, Gator International Stadium. Normally, you get a little bit of a breeze here, but it's, it's, as I say, it's T-shirt weather. 
I don't think this will last. Um, <laughs> I'll try and remember this on one of those December nights, but Fraser Kerr battling with Turgut and the ball's headed forward. And Fraser Kerr's there to mop up again. He's got Mullins for company, but he still has the ball. Plays it out to Solkeld on the right-hand side. Solkeld plays the ball forward to Greg Ollie. He's got space. Can he cross the ball? He can. Unfortunately, it's cleared by Midstone, but nearly fell to Solkeld. Didn't able to control it there. And it's number 22 for uh, Phillips for Maidstone that clears the ball. But only as far as Jack Hunter, who finds Gigi on the left-hand side. He's got Paxman for company. Gets a cross off and it's a header. Oh, that was a, a good header by Stephen Rigg there. And uh, the goalkeeper wasn't able to control it and he put it over the bar. But that was a nice cross in by JJ there. Yeah, a lot of positivity by JJ there. Um, got a bit of space on the left-hand side. Now, beat his man. Great cross and... Uh, Great header by uh, Riggy as well, but uh, just too straight and the keeper pammed it over the bar, but good start by Gateshead. It is, and this is the first corner of the game, and it's to Gateshead, and Greg Ollie is to take it down here on the left-hand side, and we'll see what he can do as he puts it in towards the six-yard hole, and the goalkeeper had to come out then. Well, I thought the goalkeeper fisted that out, but the referee said it's a goal kick, but that was a dangerous one there, the goalkeeper had to come. No, it was a great delivery. I think you know the last few weeks where we've done great deliveries on the six-yard box, just in the middle. It's always uh, the keepers either been catching it or they've had a man in in the six-yard box cleaning away. But um, yeah, today I think we got men around that uh, area, so it's going to put a lot of trouble around the keeper. Yes, there's nothing more frustrating when you hit the first man on a corner, is there? And uh, well, Stephen Rigg, he's played the ball to Tom White, and Tom White didn't know much about it there, but it bounced down and JJ plays the ball off a Maidstone player for a throw-in just next to the gated dugout and this is a more positive start than the previous two games against Halifax and Leighton Orient Gated look good on the ball and putting the defence under pressure yeah we've talked about this week about um, game management to be honest um, obviously we're a young team and Oh, sorry, Greg Ollie put a beautiful ball across to the right hand side as Solkeld still has the ball plays it back to Tinkler who plays it forward looking for the run of Bowden Bowden brings it down they've tried to play a lovely dinking ball into Solkeld there but he's still got the ball Greg Ollie can Greg Ollie cut inside he finds Rig on the edge of the box and it's back to Ollie can Ollie get a shot off he can and it was deflected out by one of the defenders but Jack Hunter's there gives it to JJ O'Donnell on the left hand side he's got one man in front of him to beat can he do it he twists inside he's still got the ball finds Ollie. Ollie plays a quick ball back to JJ and he's bearing down on goal it's a penalty to Gaten yes. JJ O'Donnell had received the ball back Fantastic from Greg Ollie, and he was brought down in the box and I think as soon as there was contact there there was nothing else going to be given but a penalty but JJ doing well there running on for the, the, the beautiful 1-2 pass football from Gated. yeah we basically we talked about it in the house today um JJ's on about the last time he played against um, is it Blair Turgut that uh, he had a bit of a pace in he said and yeah. I said look it's, it's another day you know you just make sure you win your battle today and at the moment he is he's been a lot positive um, driving forward beating his man so it's yeah, fantastic it's Bowden is the man to take the penalty he steps up and it's saved oh. it's down to the right hand side there was not much power on it and that was quite easy for the keeper there in the end and um, it is still Gateshead nil Maidstone nil with 10 minutes gone entering the 10 minutes disappointing one that yeah I think Scott Bowden needed that a little bit uh, a little bit of confidence as he hadn't scored yet in the league um, but to be fair he's a good good you know he's in the, he's in the corner but um, you know great save by uh, by the keeper Wogan so 
Well, Elsa Louise Atkins has put working on a Saturday sucks, but maybe is listen to the Heed podcast in the office. Away the Heed. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, and hopefully, we get another chance to get Gateshead in front as uh, Bowden has missed a penalty on the ninth minute. But Blair Turgot on the ball. He's got McLennan for company on the left as he tries to use him, but it was mopped up well there by Greg Ollie, who's uh, box to box so far in this game. And Ainsley Pears just taking his time standing with the ball in his box. Well, let's hope our heads don't drop there up front as uh, it was a chance to go in front. But uh, if we carry on like this, we're going to be creating chances because uh, JJ's got the beating of their right back at the moment. And long may that continue. Yeah, yeah, it's like JJ positive start. But I think you know, the way May's done a set up in the moment, they're not really giving it a right go. It just it looks like they're just settling up for a for a point but yeah well we'll see what happens Solkel tries to go for the header didn't get it but it's ended up with the feet of Fraser Kerr who pings the ball forward is he going to find Borden it's just over his head and it's cleared but it falls for Jack Hunter Jack Hunter still got the ball and a um, little bit scrappy there and Gateshead well, John Mellish did really well against Mullins there against the big striker and JJ O'Donnell keeps it in front of the box plays his ball to Tom White Tom White tries to beat his man and wins the throw in just in front of the Maidstone United dugout. Well, we talked about in the late Norian game and the Halifax game about starting with more positive vibes like we did earlier on in the season, and we've certainly done that today so far. Yeah, we've talked about it all week. Um, in the last three games, we haven't really started well. Um, we've always grew into the game, but I think we've had a meeting this week about, you know, about the way we're starting and about the tempo we're going to play. And all about game management as well. Like you know, we've been conceding the goals just before half time or at the end of the game. So we conceded four goals this year from just before half time and end of the game. So it's all about game management with this young young team we've got now. Um, and hopefully now they they take it all on board and we put it right today. I certainly hope so. As the ball's played forward, looking for Mullins, but Fraser Kerr's there and wins the header. And Phillips won the ball in the exchanges there, and Kerr plays it off. Um, Blair Turgot and McLennan picks the ball up back to Blair Turgot Blair Turgot tries to turn in he's got Paxman on the far side he didn't use him and there's a shot from distance there's no power on it and um, that is easy to be picked up by Inslee Pears I'm just trying to see who got the shot off there I'm trying to see the number I think it was Muldoon uh, that got that shot there so it is Gateshead nil Midson night nil 13 minutes gone here Gates at National Stadium Gateshead have not converted a penalty. Saved uh, Scott Bowden's penalty was saved by uh, Rogan. So, well, Greg Ollie on the ball crosses a quick one into the box. Tried to find pairs. Uh, sorry, Bowden and Bowden was offside there. And that is a free kick to Maidstone. Well, just having a little look around the National League. We'll get some scores as they uh, come in and I'll just set it up on the computer sorry I haven't got it up at the moment one of the last things I forgot to do but I will get them up and uh, we will get you the scores as they go in around the country and uh, there we go one two and Barnet are 1-0 up away at the Dover and I think that is the only goal oh no sorry Alfred no oh yeah that is the only goal in the conference at the moment I went a little bit too far down and uh, Dalton are losing 1-0 at home to Alfred uh, for a bit of local interest there and it looks like it's a free kick, oh, sorry, throw in to the far side uh, to Maidstone just on the halfway line.
Well, it's a shame because that penalty would have uh, rested some of the nerves out there. But as it as it stands, I don't think the manager will be too unhappy. Well, he's probably really unhappy about the penalty miss. But um, aside from that, we've done all right. Oh, it's a great start. Um, I think we've just got to switch on a little bit more now from uh, set pieces. Now we're giving away set pieces on the corner about 10 yards out, 18-yard box. Um, yeah. Blair Turgut standing over it. This is going to be a dangerous one, especially with Mullins in there. He's in, I mean, just looking at him, he's, he looks a foot taller than Rig. And uh, it's crossed in towards him, but... <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, that didn't trouble anybody, and it just went straight into the arms of Ainsley Pears. It was about four yards in front of anybody. But um, Greg Ollie brings the ball down inside the mid sometime. He had loads of time to control that. And um, he played it over his shoulder, and that's when it for a throw in to Maidstone, halfway inside their own half on the far side. But that, uh, those little mistakes there, he, he had acres of, he could have took three or four touches, turned around, and still had time to breathe. And uh, just need to calm it down sometimes. Yeah, I think that comes with the communication again with the young lad, young squad we got. But Tom White brings the ball down on the edge of the box. He's surrounded by shirts, but he finds JJ O'Donnell. He's calling for the ball back. He's got it. JJ is there for support as Tom White has to go back towards his own half. A beautiful crossfield ball to Robbie Tinkler, who's in acres of space, who had to lob that one over and hope that Salkel can get there. And has he won a corner for his troubles? No. He hasn't. It's a goal kick. Um, but yeah. Is it what just talking there about the communication? Yeah, it's just about communication. Obviously, probably Greg didn't know that he had so much time. Uh, I think a little, little communication from Tom White there to tell him he had time and turn would have been a lot easier for for Greg. But um, obviously, with this young team we got, um, obviously they're going to learn. So yes, they are. As Mullins goes up for the header, as Fraser Kerr won it, but it came off Midstone head, and John Mellish clears that ball right up the pitch, and it bounces just on the edge of the box. And Stephen Rigg picks it up. He, can he beat his man? He can. He's cutting. He's got another man in front of him. He gets a shot off. Goalkeeper oh, saved it with his feet, and it's come back out, and it's got to go. It hasn't went out of play. Tom White has still got it. And Tom White turns. He's got Paxman for company. He's got JG in front of him. He needs him. But Tom White's twisting and turning, and he crosses it in, and Salkeld's coming at the far post, but that is. Um, is it going to go for a corner? No, the goalkeeper's right out towards the corner flag. Clears that and it is a throw indicated on the far side. But that was a nice bit of play by uh, Tom White there. Yeah, it's superb. Um, he could have set JJ, but he's done it himself. Great cross delivery in. Solkel whips the ball in left-footed. It's a little bit too far and that's going to go for a goal kick on the far side. But I think Tom White's been watching the Zidane documentary there because some of them twists and turns... <laughs> <laughs> he was giving it some big licks there. Oh, don't don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. But no, he was that was good from Tom White. You know, you know the easier thing he could have set JJ and JJ whipped across him. But uh, he believed in himself, he believed in his own ability, and you know he twisted and turned the fullback and uh, whipped in a very so good cross. He gave himself at least four or five yards of space and yeah. um, plenty of time to whip it in. He whipped Great a good delivery. one in. That's what we want. You know, we want the delivery in the six-yard box. You know, to test the back four and and the goalkeeper, but we just didn't have. Uh, Obviously, Cam was at the back post. He just didn't, didn't come in uh, yeah. just in time. Well, the ball's played out to McLennan on the far side. It's back with uh, Toswami, who pumps the ball forward, and he's found Blair Turgut, who's got Hunter for company, but they pull it out to McLennan on the left-hand side, who's cut inside, gives it back to Blair Turgut. Blair Turgut beats Jack Hunter. Can he whip the ball in from the left-hand side? That was fantastic defending by Robbie Tinkler, and he just managed to get the ball out of Blair Turgut's feet. And Solkel pumps the ball forward to Borden. 
and the ball has, uh, fell to Ollie, but you couldn't control it there. But Tom White come flying in, and uh, the ricocheted ball found its way to Tinkler, who found Salkeld on the right-hand side. He's got Tom White on the right-hand side if he needs him. He doesn't use him, and that was the idea was there from Salkeld. He tried to play, and Greg Ollie, and Greg Ollie just didn't read it there, and that goes straight out for a goal kick. But that was an that was a nice bit of uh, creative thinking from Salkeld there. Yeah, great, great thinking by Cam. I um, think, think, just needs to uh, about 20 yards of space to run with the ball, but I think he just needs to believe in himself a little bit more. Um, he's got the beating, like I told him before the game, he's got the beating of any fullback in his league. Yeah. He just needs to be, believe in himself a little bit more. Um, Kerr's battling with Mullins, and Mullins chests the ball down, finds Paxman. Paxman, oh sorry, Paxman has just got the ball off Muldoon. Maidstone going to play the ball forward looking for the run of Blair Turgut but John Mellish is there to hook it out of play into safety and it's a throw in to Maidstone halfway inside the gates at half a little bit further forward even level with the corner of the box it's quickly playing to Paxman Paxman tries to get round JJ O'Donnell and JJ fantastic command there he just stood his ground and let the ball go out for a goal kick I say uh, JJ took a bit of a knock on Monday so I, th I thought he might have been a bit of a doubt there uh, for this game but he's he's out there and doing well today yeah, there's nothing wrong with him he's fine well nothing physically wrong <laughs> with him <laughs> I'm joking JJ <laughs> oh, he's doing great today As Pez takes the goal kick Bowden battling for the header and it goes straight through to the goalkeeper Wogan 20 minutes gone here Gated Stadium Steve Watson will be feeling a little bit aggrieved thinking that it should be 1-0 to Gated after a penalty miss from I should say a penalty save it wasn't a miss a penalty save from um, Bowden and um, well it's McLennan from the far side takes a shot straight into the hands of Ainsley Pears it was a grass cutter um, got some power on it still and it took Pears a little uh, second touch to get firm hold of it but ball's been played forward looking for Bowden and it's winning for a throw into Gateshead but uh, yeah the Pairs has done well with the shots that's come in yeah it was a little bit a little bit unlucky there you now Fraser Kerr um, headed the ball against Jack on the ball you now we obviously could have been a goal but uh, great hands by Pezzi and uh, the stop it uh, going behind Tinkler whips a ball in straight towards the um, rig but the goalkeeper just plucked that out the air easy enough but um they're the type of balls we want to see into the box, especially with Rig and Bowden, because you know they're both physical, they're both good in the air, and uh, they chase everything down. So that's what we want to see. We didn't see too much of that in the first half against uh, Halifax, did we? No, I think that's what Bowden lives off. And you know, after playing with him at Newport, you know, you just anything in the six-yard box, you know, you put it. Chase the ball down there, and um, they say it's going to go out for a goal kick, but. Rig was there to try and put the goalkeeper under pressure. He had to come and see it out. So, but the goal kick to Maidstone. Yeah, like I was saying, like we're bold, You know, you need to put the, the ball in the box. You know, he's he's going to get you headers, and he scored a few headers in pre-season by by crosses in the box. So, I think we need to put a little bit more in uh, for Bodes. But yep. he, he's clinical now. He's gonna, he's going to score goals. So it's just going to be once he gets that one. You know, I think a lot, a lot more will come. It certainly is. And um, we've got uh, <coughs> one second. <coughs> Uh, Rig battling with the ball he's got it passes it to Bowden Tom White Tom White plays it back to Bowden on the left hand side who's just on the touchline and he's won a throw in there um, as Paxman put it out and we've got um, checking in from British Columbia 
Sorry, I'm late, ran out of coffee at home, had to pop the shop to grab one. 7am kickoffs, eh? Well, thank you very much for listening. It's fantastic you have. And um, Cameron Salkeld has been judged to be offside there on the far side. Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in all the way from uh, the west coast of Canada there. Uh, great to hear from you. And um, remember, you can message us, let us know where you're listening from in the world. If you're even from Maidstone Persuasion, we'd love to hear from you as well, at heed underscore on Twitter. And you can message us on the chat facility. Just um, comment uh, on the screen, and uh, it should come through, or register, and then you should be able to do it that way. By registering, you can register with your Facebook, Twitter, or even just an email account. So do that, and give us a follow, and um, join us for the Heed Army podcast live on Wednesday nights at 9pm. As... Salkeld is battling on the far side but Maidstone managed to clear the ball but only as far as Robbie Tinkler who heads it to Salkeld Salkeld heads the ball forward he gets the ball back from oh, well, nearly got it back from Rig and um, I say Maidstone managed to hoof the ball up towards Mullins who's battling with Mellish he brings the ball down and that was a high foot there by Mullins there's Jack Hunter coming there he should have bravery um, I don't think there'll be a book in there it's just one of them one of them little things no, super from Jack. You know, John Mellish was obviously he's gonna have a big battle today against um it's a big man, isn't he? Yeah, well Mullins. Yeah. Um but I think Jack just coming in front, uh, nipping the ball. I think Jack's got a crucial role today just to sit in front of the uh, the back two and just try and break up play. Yeah, he's doing that quite well so far today. Arvid has put uh, Norway calling, just got in, come in Heed Army. Well Arvid, you would have missed that gate of uh Mr. Penalty as Borden is down on goal. He gets a shot off and that's a great save by the keeper who palms it over the bar and it's a corner to gated on the far side. And um well, that's that's what we're on about. We're gonna get the ball in the in the box for either Borden or Rig, they're gonna get a shot off. Yeah, that's what Bo's lives off, you know, uh, you know, ball to his feet in the box, but also like mistakes from the opposite team. He always lives off them, and like he just did then, you know, they they headed it back to the goalkeeper. But Bo just reacted a little bit quicker than the two centre halves. Well, Maidstone set up here not to concede at all. Every player in the box, bar two near the corner flag, um, not one on the halfway line. So if this is cleared, Gates should be able to pick this up and keep the pressure on. But JJ took the three steps back. Played with the shorts. He's going to whip this one in. What can he do? He steps up. He whips it in. Mullins heads the ball and it's out for another corner. And um, well, I thought he might have cleared that a little bit better than what he did, but um, it must have had a bit of spin on it. I and think, uh, I think that corner should have been uh, a Scott Barrow special than one of the yeah. ones where we set, <laughs> it, we set it on the edge of the box. But Tink, Tinkler's obviously in my role. Yeah. And uh, but obviously. Didn't, uh, didn't happen. Greg Ollie takes the corner from the other side of the pitch. It's a good one in there, and Mullins wins the header, and it's another corner to Gates Ed. Yeah, great well, deliveries from both sides from JJ and Greg at the moment. We've got to give credit to Mullins as well. He's putting in a defensive shift here for the fo- for a forward, and um, yeah, I think he, he's a pivotal part of their defence in corners and set pieces. Yeah, look at him in the six-yard box. He's just he's like a man mounting. He but, certainly uh, is. You just need someone to get across him. Um, I think we're going to see a bit of a more. Uh, more of an in-swinger here because there's no one out there towards because Tom Waite and Ollie were out before I think yes we might see but especially here it's ruled out to Tinkler this is back out to J. Joe Donald can he whip the ball in he can and unfortunately I thought that was going to hit the first man but it just dipped but Gateshead still have the ball Mellish picks the ball up on the halfway line he's got Tom Waite out on the left hand side he's found him beautiful ball Tom controlled it and he was fouled and that's a free kick and Paxman um, well 
he did come in the ball was there to be won but he he uh, won the ball but left his body coming in at a rate and um, it's a free kick to Gateshead about oh, five yards out from the corner of the box what a diagonal ball by John Mellish that was it was well taken down as well just Paxman coming to close that down at a rapid pace and uh, Gateshead have won the free kick from it this is where we need to be a lot more crucial and we win a lot of free kicks and corners so we need to take start uh, making these count well Greg Ollie are them gold boots or yeah they're Goals. Oh, you've got to have some uh, skills to wear them as he whips them in and it's oh it went straight through the keeper who had a fist did clear and Tom White well no it's Greg Ollie's got the ball again plays it back to Mellish back inside the gated half who pumps the ball forward it's a bit of a lofting ball towards Tom White who tried to win in the air with Paxman but JJ picks up the ball back to Greg Ollie Greg Ollie puts a first time ball forward and uh, unfortunately for Gateshead the Maidstone defence was there but John Mellish wins a header forward and um a little bit scrappy at the moment as Mullins picks up the ball he's got he's had to turn around because he didn't have any runners there and it's Muldoon on the ball in the centre of the pitch plays it to Paxman Paxman plays it across there's a poor ball there and Salkeld has won it he's got the ball he's got past his man well nearly got past him and um, it was Josami who did well to get back a little bit scrappy at the moment but Gateshead still applying the pressure and making Maidstone make sloppy decisions as JJ wins a header manages to bring the ball down with good control and John Mellish pumps the ball forward it's headed clear by the defence only as far as Hunter Hunter picks up the ball he's battling with Paxman to rig and it's being played off Maidstone player for a throw into Gateshead I know we said in the first half against Leighton Orient and against Halifax we didn't apply enough pressure and forward momentum and today it's been all of that oh. there's a sloppy uh, header forward by Kerr as Mullins brings the ball down but Greg Ollie's there to clear up and Tom White plays a beautiful ball out to the right hand side as Salkeld has acres of space to run into as he runs into the box can he get across in? he got across across and just unfortunately he didn't get any power or accuracy on that and that's just easy for the goalkeeper just to mop up there and um, but as I was just saying there we're, we're turning the screw all the time yeah, yeah I think we, just, we need to play with a, a lot more positive um, you know every game this league is going to be hard but you know we we for any match in this with any against any team you know if, if you play with our tempo and not playing into other other teams' tempo, then we'll we'll pick a point. Yeah, well, the Gated defence did well there to block Blur Turgut and Mullins as Gated have the ball as Borden is battling in front of the Gated uh, the Maidstone dugout and a beautiful crossfield ball for Salkel to run onto and it's just a little bit too much on it and it, out it goes for a throw next to the corner flag on the far side. But um, yeah, I, you know, without being biased, when you see our lads run at defences, you know. You, defences don't like it at all when <laughs> you've got a lot of young lads a lot of energy a lot of speed and um, it's hard to defend against yeah we've got a few in this team and um, obviously JJ's doing well at the left back at the moment you know Cam done well in to get at his uh, full back but just the final delivery was wasn't there but it's a lot more positive and a lot more enjoyable to watch well Mellish winning another header there just before and battling with Blair Turgut there as Fraser Kerr plays it back to Insley Pears plays it back out to Fraser Kerr still on the ball gives it to the captain Tinkler Tinkler plays a beautiful cross field ball JJ brings it down and uh, nearly high feet there I thought but uh, 
Maidstone bringing it away. The referee's played advantages. Muldoon gets in the way of, well, the referee got in the way of Muldoon trying to receive the ball, but they still have the ball. Paxman plays it forward, and um, John Mellish is just going to calmly play that back to Ainsley Pears. He pumps the ball forward, and uh, he's a little bit under pressure, and that's when it for a goal, uh, sorry, for a throw in to Maidstone. No, great defending by John there. I think he just needs to realise that what kind of foot yeah. Ainsley Pears is, is and uh, obviously setting him just a little bit better than what he just did. But again, superb by John. You know, he reads the game so well. Oh, and just growing in confidence every 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 game he plays. Fetty to take the throw in. Got the ball back. Plays the ball across to Muldoon. Muldoon drives forward with the ball. Muldoon's got Fetty on the right-hand side. He didn't get a through to him. That was good by Rig, who's back defending. And that is a throw into Gateshead. And Tom White got a nasty tackle there off Muldoon. And Tom White is still down. He's holding his right leg there. Hopefully he's all right, but um, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit late. The linesman saw that one, so it wasn't the ref that gave it. So Yeah. I must admit, I didn't actually see it. Um, I was I was following the ball. No, he did. He, he did. Muldoon did win the ball, but I think just the, the kind of challenge... That went in. It's just kind of similar to um, the one last week against Leighton Orient. Yeah. Well, you know, where you know, with both if both of went for the ball, it'd mm -hmm. been fine. But obviously, it's going to be a yellow card. He's getting a book in here. Um, maybe a little bit of frustration coming because the the Maidstone midfield hasn't uh, seen the best of it so far. And Rich McDonald sent the messaging coming. Gates said, "Can't wait to see you back on the pitch, Scott from Grace." Thank you, Grace. And um, just looking around the um, National League, Hartlepool are winning 1-0 away to Hamilton Waterloo. Hartlepool are winning 1-0 at home to... Sorry, Harrogate are winning 1-0 at home to Eastleigh. And Barnet are winning 2-0 away. And Salford have just took the lead away to Dagenham and Redbridge. So um, not that many goals around the National League at the moment. 32 minutes gone here, Gateshead International Stadium. Gateshead nil, Maidstone United nil. And Gateshead having failed to put a penalty away Scott Bowden having his penalty saved and um, Gateshead have won a corner here another corner that's what Steve Rigg and Bowden give you they're up in the air all the time whether it be the full backs or the wing backs there and centre backs and you know making them play the ball out there so Greg Ollie with the corner down here on the left hand side As he whips the ball in it's a dangerous one and um Kerr was coming in but it's been cleared Blair Turgut tries to clear the ball but he's put it more up in the air than out and Robbie Tinkler brought the ball down, it's a lovely turn but he was a Maidstone shirt there and Tom White did well for a tackle just break up the attack and it's a throw in to Maidstone halfway inside their own half on the far side well that's it um from the two managers I suppose Steve Watts of Midstone Knight will be happy it's nil-nil and I think uh, Steve Watson might be a little bit aggrieved that we didn't put that penalty away but uh, we're still very much in this game and maybe just having the, the better of it yeah I think he'd be happy you know we're still creating it's not as if you know, we did miss the penalty but we're still creating chances we still you know how tempo is a lot higher still so I think he'd still be happy, but uh, we should be going in. Uh, John Mellish with a lovely there. interception there before, and Gateshead are still in possession with the ball as Jack Hunter is battling with Blair Turgut, and he was judged to have been fouled there about five yards inside the Maidstone half on the far side, and it's taken by Robbie Tinkler to Tom White. Tom White's got acres of space to run into. He's still on the ball. 
He's got JJ on the left-hand side who he uses. Can he beat this man in front of him? He's battling with him. He's done it. Paxman's still there with him. Can JJ's just been dispossessed. A little bit too much to ask of him this time. And Paxman clears the ball towards Mullins, but Mullins wasn't able to control it. And it's went through to Fraser Kerr. Fraser Kerr's playing a crossfield ball. Look for Solkeld. It's just a little bit too much on it. Right idea, but uh, just went over the top there. It would be nice to get a goal before half time. We're in the 34th minute. And the crowd has just went a little bit quiet. The crowd has been quiet today, to be honest. Uh, just just a little bit, you know, it's not the same atmosphere we've had the last few games. Um, but I'm sure once, obviously, once a goal goes in. Yeah, Mellish yeah. heads the ball forward. And was that a foul? It wasn't. As uh, Rig went down under the challenge of a. Let's say both going for the header. But. Fraser Kerr's done well on the far side there and uh, cleared up the ball under pressure and Gated still have the ball Salkeld plays it back to Robbie Tinkler Robbie Tinkler on the far side plays the ball forward looking for the run of Rig and as Finney is there to clear up and put it out for a throw-in on the far side and this is more like it from Gated quick throw-in now taken as Salkeld comes into the box plays it to Tom White Tom White didn't control it and he goes down in the box and oh what a wasted opportunity Oh, the ball oh. just wouldn't sit for him at his feet and over he went, but it's still Gateshead in, in possession. They have a throw-in here. But that was a lovely quick throw-in taken on the far side as Jack Hunters on the ball. Plays it to J.J. O'Donnell on the left-hand side. Back into Tom White. Tom White looks up, plays a ball towards the far post and Solkeld was coming in, but it was cleared by Toswami. And Hunter, uh, sorry, sorry, Tinkler heads the ball forward. And Salkeld uh, came back on from an offside position, and it's a free kick to Maidstone there on the far side. And there's been a correction. Uh, Salford uh, didn't score there. It is still nil-nil. It away to Dagenham and Redbridge. Oh. I think Tom might be a little bit disappointed there. I know he worked on um, those those late runs into the box uh, in training in um, the last two days, um, working on with Mickey and Clarky, obviously and myself as well. So. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be a little bit disappointed. Just it was laid off lovely to him. Yeah, it just wouldn't sit just underneath his foot with it. It's no, uh, I just couldn't adjust his feet either. But uh, just pause, pause it again. You know, yeah. creating chances. Fraser Kerr, who can one out of the air there? But Paxman brings it down. He's under pressure from JJ, and JJ stands really well there. And Tom he came back to mop up, and it's Robbie Tinkler had to clear the ball. But ball's still not out of danger yet. And McLennan thought he had fouled Hunter there, but he hadn't. And the ball's played out too. The captain Tinkler on the right hand side who plays it forward to Solkeld. Solkeld to Hunter. Hunter plays a first time ball forward looking for the run of Rig and it's been headed out by Finney for a gated throw in on the far side. Taken quickly and is whipped in by Ollie and a ball bouncing ball there. Can Solkeld couldn't control it. Uh, it's it crossed in two minds there. I think you either wanted the pass or shoot, but it just yeah. got crossed in two minds yeah it's, it's unfortunate but uh, Blur Turger tried to turn with the ball but Robbie Tinkler's there to play the ball forward Swami to Phillips Phillips back to Swami pumps the ball forward looking for Mullins Mullins chests the ball down plays it out to Effetti Effetti plays first time ball forward and that man there is John Mellish who's to clear up and plays it a little bit better to pairs this time to be cleared up the pitch as Look, nearly a little bit of confusion between uh, Haviland and Finney there and the ball has ended up at the feet of the goalkeeper yeah, you, can, you can see what they, uh, they attacked us at the moment because the keeper just had the ball and ran into the corner of his box 
to pick the ball up and it's yeah. only 37 minutes gone just shows that at the moment what Maystone tactics are they've, I think they've come up here and just either try to nick a win or try and just settle for a point yeah which obviously I think is the reason why that you know the, cl- the crowd is so uh, so quiet because obviously only, there's only one team yeah. who's doing the work and the others just sitting off and if we compare it to Monday um, defensively they're probably not as well organised as Halifax because every time Gator got the ball in the final third there was two rows of blue shirts um, today we're able to get well, see, we're definitely getting in the channels today and we're also mixing it up in the middle so it, without putting the commentator's curse on it you'd think it's a matter of time before we get a golden chance again soon it's like we played them last year and we played them in the FA Trophy here last year and um and the um, the league as well they they done exactly the same and they just sat and obviously when we went one up then they come out and played and then you know fantastic save by Monty last year for the penalty and then we went up the other end and Super Ben Fox with a wonder of a free kick and someone's asked a question am I worried about my commentator job security now you're surrounded with such talent as J. Joe Donnell and Scott Barrow I think you should be worried to be honest <laughs> we, we, we spoke about this in the house we might do a cold commentator uh, <laughs> when we both finish so I think you should be worried to I be know. honest you're both sitting in the house aren't you with we a hairbrush are. <laughs> we are we're planning we, we, we get our sets and our microphones ready for uh, when we get the nod <laughs> <laughs> it might be cheaper for the pair of you to do it if you can split the cost to buy them. <laughs> That's what I need. I need someone to split the cost. Mm. Uh, but thank you for messaging in uh, from uh, Canada again. As the ball's played across for J.J. O'Donnell to chase down. Paxman's there. And he manages to turn with the ball. But he's under pressure from Tom White now as well. He has to play it all the way back to Haviland. Haviland's under pressure from Bowden. And that superb. was great pressing by Gated there. Superb. Forcing the mistake. Superb. If it weren't JJ, it was Tom White. And if it's not Tom White, then it's Scott Bowden. And they kicked it off for throwing. Great pressing by the three of them. And now we've got the ball back now. We have as JJ puts a ball into Hunter, who puts it out to Tom, Tom White, who's on the left hand side. He's got Haviland for company. Cuts inside. That was beautiful. Can he get a shot off? He can. Straight into the goalkeeper's hands. Oh. And, oh, Borden was just coming in for the follow-up. <laughs> but the keeper did well to grasp a hold of that. But that's what I was talking about before. You just feel like another one of these golden opportunities is going to fall in our lap very soon the way we're playing. Yeah, it's just not falling. Like, fantastic again by Tom White. You know, the defender's showing him line. But with Tom White's feet, you know, he can go left or right. But it's a bit of trickery cut inside. You know, it didn't have a lot of pace on the shot, but uh, it troubled the keeper. But lucky enough, the keeper jumped back on the ball just before Bowles is about to pounce on on a, on the goal. Yes, and um, I think you might be right that the, he's definitely. I think it, it worst at well, best to let get a draw. I think because there's a little bit of panic in the back line for the mid times when we get in the round. To this, let's uh, say Haviland, who I seen play last year, and he was a strong defender, and today. Th- they all just look a little bit shaky at times. You know, just yeah. th- it, it's not as confident as you would imagine for a team. You know, eight games into the season. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know how. Like I said the way they set them, they got a left back playing left left midfield. And I, I know, go on. Solkeld on the ball drives towards the box, beats his man. Can he get across in? He's down to the dead ball lane. He can, and he's got one a corner, Great and that's a fantastic play. And it was a good ball by Greg Ollie as well, but. That's what we want to see more yeah, of from that's Cameron. Much, much better by Cameron. Got the byline in the cross. Obviously, the cross wasn't in the air, just across the floor. Obviously, Seth Nada Tumazi blocked it. But Talking uh, to Solkeld. The Solkeld family are listening again. Can't wait to be back home to see the lads on the pitch. Well, we hope you can. Well, we're going to bring you all the details here as if you are here. J.J. Donald's going over there. 
And can you guess what he's going to do here in the next few seconds? Place <laughs> 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 the ball down. Three One, steps two, back. Three. He's going to play with the shorts. There shorts. we go. <laughs> Deep breath. Hand in the air. And off we go. It's a good one. And to keep a hat the fist out there. And it's going to be cleared by Maidstone. And is it, whoop, did that go for a corner? It corner did. Ball. He didn't so keep that. So it's a corner on the so near another side. another great here. ball by JJ O'Donnell. You know, if he keeps doing that every week, three steps, pull the shorts and have a deep breath and he keeps putting deliveries in like that just keep doing every week yeah definitely they're great deliveries again he's putting in an area where it's so dangerous you know, and, and Maidstone to, to give him credit you know, they're defending that box well it's Greg Ollie whips it in this is another good one to keep a hat and a punch it clear and it's going to go out for a throw in on the far side there and um, see it's them type of balls that we've missed against late, uh, against late Norrington and Halifax the dangerous ones with pace into the right areas I know sometimes it's nice to mix it up with a short corner, but um, you know, if you're going to get it in there, you're going to have a chance. As the ball's played forward, Bowden has brought the ball down. He's two players, and unfortunately, wasn't able to control, and it was cleared. But um, John Mellish just there to clear up at the back as Mullins was coming down on him. And Robbie Tinkler plays the ball forward. Solkeld wasn't able to control it, and um, it is to Swami on the far <laughs> side. Brings the ball forward and but that was a poor ball and Jack Hunter Jack Hunter didn't control it either and it's McLennan who plays the ball forward it's getting very scrappy at the moment uh, for Maidstone and Gates a little bit midfield and McLennan's won a free kick about uh, 40 yards out on the left hand side let's see we're approaching uh, 43rd minute and the referee's gonna, referee's assistant's going to give us uh, how much injury time we're going to have as well Guess my probably guess is a minute. There hasn't yeah. been a lot of no, stuff. No, there hasn't been honest. much at all, has there? It's, it's been it's been played in the right spirit as well. The odd late tackle, but that happens in every game. As the ball's whipped in from the far side, it's a dangerous one, but straight into the hands of Ainsley Pears. And they say that their forward line just didn't break to get onto that. I know it's an easy one for the keeper, but they just didn't break to put the keeper under pressure, did they? But Greg Ollie has the ball, plays a beautiful ball across to Stephen Rigg. Rigg. He's got two players in front of him. He's got JJ for company coming on the overlap. Doesn't use him. Nice dummy as Rig cuts inside. Dinks the ball forward and there was just too many purple shirts there. As Mullins tussles with Mellish and Fraser Kerr does absolutely fantastic there to mop up as Rig plays it to White. White to the captain in his own half. Just slowing it down a little bit. Plays it out to Solkeld. Oh, sorry, it wasn't Solkeld. I thought that's where it was going. But Bowden gets it to Solkeld now. Solkeld still on the ball, back to the captain. Tinkler, Gator not doing anything stupid here before half-time, just rolling the ball back to Pears. No, this is what we've been talking about, this is the kind of crucial time now, instead of keep going for it, now just be patient, game management, don't concede a goal, like we did against Halifax. You know, if you go in nil-nil half-time, you know, we can, we can just regroup and keep playing the attempt where we were playing at. Mellish hasn't put a foot wrong in this first half and he's won another header and then he clears that ball out of the way of Mullins for a throw in on the halfway line to Maidstone and um, well so we've got a half time interview to play out from Gates FC TV with uh, the Welsh Jesus himself Scott Barrow and uh, <laughs> if I hadn't known you were such a journal of electricity and interviews it's a, uh -huh. it's a surprise we've got through any of these commentaries without being electrocuted to be honest I'm I did say to Dom on Thursday so that these commentaries I'm doing I haven't had <laughs> no cutouts no electrical issues or anything so oh, we've had them in the past don't worry <laughs> as it is one minute and um, it's a throw in to Maidstone again 
and um, well nothing stupid here let's see it out and um, if we can carry on playing like this in the second half maybe a little bit more clinical in the final third using my heads in and around the box then Gates has got a great chance it's a throw in taken by Effetti to Mullins Mullins under pressure by two Gator players and Tom White tries to head it clear but Jack Hunter there heads it and Jack Hunter's under pressure sorry it was uh, Tom White under pressure from Mullins and well McLennan off the ball there it was a little bit cynical I don't think there'll be a book in here I think he's going to get a talk and do but that just shows how frustrated Maidstone United are getting yeah I think obviously under a temporary manager you know you just you want to get off to a good start you know you don't want to be going away from home and obviously not having a positive result so I can understand what kind of tactics he is playing um, but you know it's, I don't think I could I could have done this and played it this way and just defend and play for set pieces yeah but um, we just got to keep like I said we just got to worry about ourselves and that worry about the tempo we play playing that now we're not playing at the tempo that the mainstone are playing we're playing our own tempo so and that's, so no we created a lot of chances i think if we did play to maidstone this game would probably be the same as uh as halifax on monday yeah well the ball's played forward and um it's going to go out for a goal kick and i think that'll probably be the last passage of play in the first half but um it is gated nil maidstone united nil gated had the opportunity to go in front uh, through a Scott uh, for a Bowden penalty, and um, unfortunately, uh, it was saved by uh, Rogan uh, or Wogan, sorry. Um, and uh, let's say, but Gated had much the better of the game, and unfortunately, uh, it is well, they didn't say not unfortunately, it's still nil nil. It's been a good game. Um, the manager's got a bit of a smile on his face, so he isn't too unhappy. I'll let you get away because are you going down to the. No, you're not going down to the. I'll stay where I am today. Oh, he's going to stay here. Let's know to bring you my coffee, whatever he is. Uh, he's down there. Let's see if he can bring up another one as well. Well, um, let's see, we want you to tweet us. Let us know where you're listening from. Let us what you think about the first half. Also, if you let us know where you're listening from. And um, let's see, we will uh, give a little mention as well about the fundraiser that happened on Sunday night at the Three Tons. Uh, it was a great night, a lot of money raised, and um, there will be another fans meeting coming up. But well, this is how you contact us, and also after this, we will be playing uh, Scott's interview on Gated FC TV. I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast, where you can talk about all things Gateshead. Yes, I'm back in light training, so that's a good thing. I've got a pair of football boots on, that's all I want to do is kick a ball. Um, so obviously just taking it, got to take it day by day. Um, no contact yet, but uh, hopefully I get some good news uh, in the next two weeks. And what sort of is the extent of the injury? What sort of happened with your foot? Well, basically just the first day of training. I um, just went over it and I didn't think anything of it, but um, it got worse and worse and uh, ended up at a little fracture on the, on the fifth metatarsal. So 
Um, it's one of those things in football, you know, it's just unlucky it's come on the first day of pre-season. But so the lads have been fantastic and hopefully I can contribute uh, in the coming weeks. And how have you found things watching from the sidelines and not training? So I think they've been they've been fantastic and obviously watching them from training, um, analysing each and every one of them. Obviously, by not joining in, um, I've got to like analyse from the side of what the best things and what the uh, bad things they can work on. But even the stand as well on a Saturday and a Tuesday when we watch them, like, they play with no fear, a lot of energy. Um, and that's what we want from the team this year. You know, we have no fear. It's going to be hard, um, but it's been a tough uh, four games. Um, but uh, we just need to get back on it Saturday. You know, play with a lot of energy, press high, and uh, just play with no fear. Because when we play with no fear, you know, we would give any team uh, a good running. And uh, as I say, you haven't been on the pitch, but you've been keeping yourself busy on a match day with the commentary. Yeah, I fully, I fully enjoy it. Um, it was, I was nervous in the Salford one. Oh, Ollie's on the ball and, and played it through. Was and Armstrong's one on one with the keeper. Can he score? Put it in. Look, Armstrong. Time and we are standing there. What a finish! Oh, brilliant, fantastic! You know, wish I was down there with the boys, but you know, to celebrate with them. But this is fantastic. No, I fully enjoy it. It's uh, something I'm actually I might uh, think about uh, after my football career. But uh, no, it's been fantastic. You know, it's my first uh, loss on Monday, which uh, I was a little bit disappointed. But uh, hopefully now that. Um, might do again on uh, on Saturday, but uh, that might be my last one. And then uh, get my boots on, get my kit done, and uh, hopefully they can commentate on me yeah, when I'm playing. And things like that, and now getting involved with training, how eager are you to now get on the pitch for games? Oh, I'm eager. You know, I mean, you, you see me in training. I'm just come back, and I want to win things, and I want to. I think it's the first time I've lost today in uh, in keep balls, so um, I want to win things. You know, I'm determined. You know, little sloppy things for myself today, but it's going to come. And my fitness is going to come as well. But I'm eager to get back. I want to put a kit on. I want to play in front of the fans and even play with the boys because you know I'm just getting the, obviously you know I've got the no one in the change rooms and that but just trying to get the no one on the, on the pitch now as well so that, that's key for me but the next two weeks are crucial and um, I've got to consult them in two weeks time hopefully I get the Oakley and then mid hopefully maybe Ebbsfleet or Braintree and that's my target to come back and hopefully and get the kit on. Last season suffered a bad injury, but you recovered remarkably well from that. So does that give you confidence? Yeah, it does. It does give me confidence. Um, you know, obviously the, the head injury I had last year was uh, <laughs> was uh, was brilliant. It was a bit bad, but um, you know, like I say I'm always confident in my own ability. Even though I've been out for nine weeks, uh, I've had no preseason, but I'm, on, I'm confident in my own fitness. Um, obviously, Buster's been working me hard the last uh, three or four weeks, and he's been working me hard. So uh, my fitness is gradually coming back, but just that game fitness, um, that's what I need. So hopefully I'll have a game before I start playing and uh, get the ball running. Well, that was our co-commentator, Scott Barrow, talking to Gated FC TV um, before the game today. Well, it was yesterday it was up, uh, put up. But um, if you aren't a follower of Gated FC TV, do have a little look on there. You'll see post-match, pre-match, also... Uh, player interviews and all different things and um, it's definitely worth having a look and um, say it's a fantastic string to Gated's bow and well done to Dominic uh, and all the press uh, officer guys at Gated that do all of that stuff and um, it is worth having a look and um, well as I say Scott's off to get me a coffee it's a perks of having a, a cool commentator um, but no, it is nil-nil here at Gated, uh, Gated International Stadium. Gated haven't missed a penalty. But um, on Sunday night, Gated fans had a fundraiser. Uh, it was a great night. Uh, they raised close to £600. 
there was an auction, there was raffles. We still have an abundance of raffle and auction prizes to use on future events. Um, we're looking to have a meeting later this week coming up. We will advertise it once confirmed because we want to have someone from the club there as well to talk about uh, future plans. There was a vote on Twitter to ask about how people would like to use the money, whether it be donated all to the club and go again or to build on it and uh, a bit of merchandise, Gator fan merchandise. Um, and ultimately other events and build a bigger kitty to give to the club uh, in way of sponsorship and players and maybe hopefully a lump sum towards the end of the season or partway through the season so um, keep an eye out for that on all social media from Gated Sports Club Gated Soul the Heat Army account every you know every Gated fans um, uh, social media do share these things because it does help a lot and um, at the moment the sprinklers are out on the pitch and um, it's, uh, it's a very positive start from Gated. You know, we missed the penalty, but you wouldn't see much coming uh, back from Maidstone, and hopefully it continues that way in the second half. And that's what we want to do. But um, if you are just joining us, um, please do let us know where you're listening from. And we've got another tweet from. I'm, it, it, I'm hoping it's Perrin. I, I might be wrong. It's Dix on his um, Dix on his Twitter account lovely we could have his, uh, his full name sorry it escapes me at the minute because we have that many people tweet us <coughs> from uh, abroad but it's, well, by the way I was listening to the podcast at work the other day and some people were walking by when the tweet 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 song was on you wouldn't believe the looks well you wouldn't believe the looks when it was being recorded when Andrew was recording that because um, it's a hell of a song he was even doing the arm motions for a bird tweeting um, but yeah and um, so it is uh, imperative that you message us we'd love to hear from you um, about everything with Gated FC and what's happening at the moment please do come and uh, one second now yeah, I'm just going to stand up because uh, Scott's come back with the coffees so um, what service uh, we got there so if you would like to message us at heed underscore army and uh, you can message us on the chat for it we'd love to hear from you and um, it, you know please do and remember the normal Heat On Me podcast show is on a Wednesday night at 9pm and uh, let's say it well oh, we need more comfier seats here in the commentary position it's not the best people think we've got the life of Riley because we've got a desk in front of us but that's not the case is it no it's not it's a struggling <laughs> set down to be honest <laughs> it certainly is and uh, hopefully I don't, you don't get injured climbing out of here. I'm not here at the end of it. No, but I, just, I just hope these coffees are good, lads, I'm telling you. Yes, I certainly hope so. Um, but I say we just heard the interview that you did with Gator FC TV. Um, it's not going to be long till you're back kicking a ball in anger on the pitch, hopefully. No, not long. Um, I picked it up a little bit more this week. Um, I had four days of training, uh, three with the lads and one with Busted in his gym in Washington. Um, I've had no reactions no well the week before I've had a Achilles and a calf problem but this week I haven't had any so hopefully next week is I can join in full contact which is I can build it up again day by day by joining in small side gains possession um, and then the week after I got my MRI scan um, I got a meeting with the consultant and hopefully then he gives me the all clear and uh, I can get the kit done and take part uh, 
with the lads. I certainly hope so. It'd be nice to see you back out there. But um, just at the moment, see so you're kicking a ball now. At the moment, I'm presuming you're doing a lot of strength and conditioning stuff. As um, is, is it strange to how you still got the power and and like, you know things, or does that come with uh, the weeks of training and the build up to coming back? No, that takes um, the weeks of training. You do obviously. I haven't haven't done anything for um, set with well, six or seven weeks, and then when I got the all clear to do, start doing some work, um, it was primed to start training with busted. No busted nose the ins and outs of strength and conditioning and you know, what I can and can't do so um, the last like I said this week now I've up my up my uh, power a little bit more um, obviously the weight it was the last two weeks was low um, the all the reps were high but the the weights were low but this week now it's a lot more power I try to get more power in my legs and it's coming along because obviously you know, I like Monday against Halifax and today you know I've got up with uh with Fods before the game and warmed him up and you know I'm striking the ball he's told me like to just kick as kick the ball as hard as I can and at him which I was a little bit nervous at the start but now it's you know I'm drilling balls and I got no no pain in my ankle and it's just confidence it's just, it's all about confidence now and I just got confidence in in my ankle and I got I got to tell myself that my ankle's fine now it's because you know I still have pain um I'm just gonna it's gonna be I'm gonna have pain for about six or seven months but. Yeah. I've just got to say to myself, like you know, just pain is going to be there, but mm-hmm. now I've just got to get through it. And I suppose and after a normal game, you're going to have aches and pains anyway, aren't you? So oh, I presume so anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, every every game, I think I'm struggling after after the game for two days. You know, it's 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 it's, it's hard. Um, when you wake up on a Sunday morning and you have a tough game against a team and a, a battle because you're not playing against the same wingers every week. You're playing against you know different types of wingers, different types of of, be, of people so uh, you've got to get extra pains bumps and bruises um, but it's all part of the game it's all part of the game and I sooner or later I'll have my feet up and uh, in a few years time and be no aches and pains anymore yeah um, that's when you've got your commentators Mike then yeah uh, that's true, that's true. <laughs> we'll just go through the scores in the National League just because um, Gates it all come back out onto the pitch Barrow nil, Solihull nil, Borehamwood one for a Jamal five field header so it's great to see Jamal. Go on, Jamal. Yeah, and they're winning one 0 home to Braintree. It's nil nil between Chesterfield and Leighton Orient, and that game is still playing in the first half. So I don't know why that game was delayed. Um, it is Dagenham nil, Salford ten man Salford nil. Uh, Lloyd being sent off there. Barnet are winning two nil away to Dover after a slow start in the National League campaign. It is nil nil between Ebbsfleet and AFC Fylde. Gated nil, Midstone nil, Harrogate one, who they've started their National League campaign off of a flyer. They're winning 1-0 at home to Eastleigh. Hartlepool are winning 1-0 away to Haventon Waterloo. Maidenhead one, Bromley nil, Sutton nil, Halifax nil, and Wrexham nil. Aldershot nil. So um saying not that many goals around the National League. But let's hope there's some more here in the second half. And let's hope they're forgated. And uh, we're just waiting for um, Maidstone to come back out. And uh, same, if you've got any messages, do send them in at heed underscore army. And also you can do it on the Spreaker chat facility as well. So do so that. And also, just before we get underway in the second half, same Maidstone still aren't out yet. We'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Naked Print. Um, without their help, we wouldn't be able to broadcast and say... If you are on social media, give them a follow. They're on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest. And uh, why not have a look at their eBay store? They have everything from 
Birthday invitations to thank you cards to wedding wedding thank you cards everything so it's all covered there with uh, modern and snazzy designs so give them a follow. Well, Maidstone must be getting a fair bit of instruction because they're still not out on the pitch yet. No, this is something that uh, we're going to try out. Um, we've talked about it in training uh, in the meeting this week and get out there about two two minutes before um, the referees and the, and the opposite team come out and just. Feel, get back and feeling the ball again and passing the ball around and start moving our legs so because also we always start slow a little bit um, when we do come out for the second half so hopefully you know a change of thinking by the gaffer and Mickey hopefully it works and uh, we come up with the same positive mindset that uh, we did first half yes well we'll see what happens uh, as the, the teams come back out and here come uh, Maidstone now led by Finney well, I'm, I'm certainly hoping for more of the same from the first half. Yeah, I'm hoping so as well. But um, you know, Maidstone have got a another you know, bench is, you know, is probably up there with, you know, one of the best in <laughs> in the conference. You know, yeah. got Quig, Joe Quigley was a big handful. Um, Loza, which is, you know, he's a very very exciting player. And again, uh, Cork, uh, Andre Corker, you know, again, he's very excited. He came from Palace on loan last year, and I think he signed the permit this year. And he's very tricky, you know. I remember playing against him last year, and, you know, he can go left, he can go right, and he's got these tricks, and you've just got, you just got to be aware of him. But I'm sure that uh, Stephen Watt, obviously, uh, Stephen Watt is, he used to play for the Swans, so obviously I know, I know very well. Um, I'm sure he probably, if he doesn't like what he sees, then he probably has got strength and depth on the bench to. Uh, to bring them on yes well Kater are going to be shooting from left to right in their white and black strip Maidstone shooting from right to left in their all purple strip and uh, well the second half is about to get underway and Maidstone kick us off well it's a swarmy under pressure from Salkel the ball's pumped forward and Fraser Kerr battling with Mullins the ball goes all the way through to Ainsley Pears it's Tinkler He's looking forward for a runner. Plays it inside to Jack Hunter. Jack Hunter does well to adjust his feet and he's tackled by McLennan. And the ball's with Blair Turgut who, driving forward with purpose, plays it out to Mullins on the right-hand side. Didn't control that very well and goes straight out for a goal kick. But this doesn't look good. Uh, oh, and that is Jack Hunter that is down. Uh, I hope he's all right. He's holding his knee. Or back behind his knee there. He's been having knee problems the last few weeks. Um... I think it's the same knee as well, so hopefully it's nothing serious. He doesn't. He does yeah. look a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, that, that on the I don't think that happened. Did that happen with the challenge there? I don't yeah, know if I just, think just obviously they did. Obviously they did. It's a fair challenge, but yeah, I think, I think it, it didn't look anything like a foul. No. But I think he's just um, he's just felt it in his knee, hasn't he? When he's uh, yeah. had a bit of contact there. Well, Let's see. He's sitting in the centre circle getting treatment now. Well, see if he does. So obviously, something is uh, serious with uh, Jack then. Elliot Forbes and Lewis Melonia started warming up, so we'll just see how uh, see what happens. Yeah. So it's a pity because uh, Jack's definitely grown into that role in front of the, the back four. Over this is the way the seasons uh, went on. And um, he's he's up a little bit of a he's hobble. Up, Hopefully he can run that off. I think he will. He's pulling his sock back up. I think we'll probably see him have five ten minutes. See how it goes, and then 
assess it from there. Yeah, I think Jack's been superb uh, sitting in front of the back four. Um, obviously, it's a role he did at Newcastle. You know, he breaks up play very well. I think just in this game a little bit, he needs to move the ball a little, a little bit more purpose. But that will come by playing games and the yeah. standards he's playing against. Obviously, when you play under 23s football, mm -hmm. it's you know it's lackadaisy. You can you can, you can pass it round all day, and you have no one closing you down by this standard level. Or you can go higher. Jack Jack does. Um, it's a lot more tempo a lot more quick so yes I'm moving around a little bit quicker well, he's back on there and he seems to be running with her no problems there as Gates had win a throw in about 10 yards inside the Maidstone half on the far side 48 minutes gone as JJ O'Donnell takes the throw in tried to find Rig, but Maidstone managed to clear the ball up towards Mullins but Mullins didn't get the header there and uh, Fraser Kerr calmly plays that back to Ainsley Pears he's just assessing his options he plays the ball forward towards Salkeld. So Sami wins the header. Fraser Kerr wins the header on, finds Salkeld. Salkeld just dispossessed there by Phillips. And the ball's played forward by McLennan. Fraser Kerr's there to clean that up and put it out into touch for a throw into Maidstone. And it is Perrin that is uh, messaging us from uh, Canada. So big thank you to Perrin for joining us. Paxman plays the ball forward to McLennan McLennan didn't control that and it goes out for a throw-in to Gated. I, I think that was a throw-in to Maidstone because he flicked it I think he came off, yeah, <laughs> came off Tinkler's hand but he'll take the M all day he will Tinkler has the ball plays the ball forward throw-in to Gated on the halfway line I didn't realise Tinkler had the gold boots as well it must have been a two-for-one when they got them oh he has as well yeah and I've noticed them I bet you come back with some gold boots on. No, I've got some. Um, <laughs> well, to be honest, my dad wasn't happy because I bought these blue boots. Oh, as Jack well. Hunter has the ball in the centre of the pitch. He's still looking for options. Can he get a shot off? It's took a deflection. It says hasn't went out of play. And um, well, McLennan hoofs the ball over his shoulder. It just went more up in the air as Ollie was trying to battle. As Paxman hoofs the ball away, it just goes more up in the air. But Jack Hunter's going to bring that ball down, or he heads it forward. I thought Rig might have been offside there when he came in challenging for that, but Paxman has the ball to Swami who plays the ball off Greg Ollie for a throw in there. What was your dad saying about your boots? Oh, he, he doesn't like me wearing coloured boots, so he always moans that I go wear black boots, but these boots I got are blue. They got black in it anyway, so you can't really moan. <laughs> so, but if I have a bad game, then I'm sure the, it's them boots that will come out of his mouth. Yeah. Well, that was a push on Salkel there by McLennan, who ended the first half uh, a little bit unhappy, and uh, I think he's carrying that on at the moment. He's never happy, to be honest. <laughs> Cam, <laughs> he's never happy. It's Tinkler stands over the ball just in front of the gate of dugout, plays it to Jack Hunter. Jack Hunter back to Tinkler. Tinkler puts the ball forward and. Uh, Tom White got a took off his head but it's back to Tinkler Tinkler's in the centre of the pitch he's driving forward with the ball tries to play a lovely dink ball through to Reagan it's cleared by um, Maidstone and JJ was in two minds there but he did win the ball but unfortunately Blair Turgiv comes forward now he hasn't got many shirts around him and JJ did well and he's been well he did have an arm around him and it looks like JJ is going to get a booking here for that and it's uh, probably 
15 yards inside. Gates heads half centre of the pitch. I think he pulled him first time, but the referee played on. But he, he won the ball. Once a word with both of them, doesn't he? It's a yellow card to no. um, Paxman. Yeah, he's he's one like we played him last year, and he loves a moan at the ref. And well, obviously, he must have done the same again by moaning to the ref again. And I think JJ is going to get a yellow card as well for his troubles, which is a bit un unfair, I think. I think he had to do it to be honest. Um, it's a great tackle by JJ in the first half, but just the ball ricocheted. Um, back to the player but he got up and chased him back and I think he brought him down just to stop the momentum of because they had a little bit of a break, break away well, there's been some goals in the National League Braintree have equalised away to Boreham Wood and AFC failed are winning 1-0 away to Ebbsfleet who had a fantastic season last year and finding life a little bit tougher this year I thought they'd been up there this year Ebbsfleet and now the, the, the signings they've, uh, they've yeah. done well, Ball's put in by Muldoon, it's a far one, Great but it's header. cleared by Gates. It's Salkeld under pressure for Swami. Plays it Tom White. Tom White still has the ball, he does well. He's got Salkeld in front of him. He decides to go along. Salkeld was the ball for me, but uh, Swami's going to see that ball out, and it is a throw into Maidstone. Yeah, he had a few options there, but uh, I suppose he can kick the ball better than me, so I, I can't really judge. I think Seth Nana Tumazi now is uh, just settling the game down. Yeah. McLennan plays the ball off, gets a player, and it's a throw in just in front of the Maidstone dugout. I think same as same as the coach as well. You know, he's telling Tumazi just to slow down a bit. Paxman under pressure from Tom White. He comes away with the ball, and Sal Keld's there. Oh. Couldn't really see for the dugout there if he didn't make contact there, but I thought he won the ball. And it's a free kick taken quickly by Paxman to McLennan. McLennan cuts inside, Jack Hunter's there to clear the ball up. Gates it sitting a little bit deep here at the moment. We need to push out as they are now. As the ball's pumped forward, and that's going to go all the way through to Ainsley Pears. But uh, yeah, first time we've really seen Gates sitting deep in this game there. Yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, it may still come out a little bit more positive, to be honest. Um, more on their play but I think it's just been a little bit slow start from Gateshead uh, I think he needs to up, up the tempo a little bit now get out passing back down going and well, Salkel plays right. a beautiful ball to Tom White Tom White was fouled there and that was a cynical tackle he wasn't going to get there and Finney I think is going to get uh, booked here for his troubles but it's a free kick about five yards outside the box with a corner, level with the corner of the box should I say on the right hand side and that's a yellow card for Finney but he was never going to get there, was he? No, no, great run by great run by Tom White. Um, third man run again, what we've been talking about. But uh, I think Tom White's just a little bit too quick for Finney. But um, if there's any other situation, we would do exactly the same thing, just bring him down because otherwise Tom White was through on goal. But uh, dangerous position again now, JJ going for his routine. Yeah, we'll go. Um, I think this, this is where we need to make things count. I yeah. think last year, you know, we had the height of Jamal. I'd like to see this Bernie, one. John Burrows. I'd like to see this one put in a little bit of pace here. No, so you know, we haven't got a lot of height this year, but you know, we need to make There's, these count. Oh, he's got them three steps back there. Yeah, we'll go. It's going in with pace towards the back post, and uh, that's. Well, I thought that was going to go out for a throw in the gate on the far side it has a little bit of shirt pulling there um, looks like it's from both sides a few appeals there's more from the Maidstone defenders there but 
free kick sorry throw in is going to be taken on the far side by J.J. O'Donnell Sorry, what was that? Someone's uh, tweeted in about me and me and JJ <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> Jack Hunter, he's got the loose ball, plays it back to John Mellish. John Mellish, lovely first touch there, managed to take it past the oncoming Mullins. And he plays forward to Tom White, plays first time ball to JJ, back to John Mellish to Hunter. Nice pa calm passing by Gated. Tom White got the ball on the left hand side, he's cutting inside, plays it to Jack Hunter. Jack Hunter's got space on the left. Well, he's passed it to Tinkler, and Tinkler's got Solkeld in front of him. Solkeld, well, I didn't think that went out at all. That's been given as a throw-in. That, that didn't go out from me. <laughs> that, didn't, that was a poor decision. That was poor. Oh, God. I can see that from the stand, and yeah. I did not like it. <laughs> His foot was on the line, and the ball was just in front uh, of him. It, so. didn't, it didn't go anywhere near the line. Uh, to, to be judged to go that's, out. A, that's a free kick yeah, Tom yeah. White's won a free kick just in front of the kids it quickly looking for the run of rig but Finney's there to head it and uh, well that was panicked I thought the keeper could have come for that but it's a corner at the gates and not going to complain as I mentioned there in the first half Finney and Haviland have just been a little bit shaky for their experience today I guess uh, the whole shape of the team I think you know we're playing a left, left midfielder a left back left midfield you know, I know Seth Nana Tumazi. You know, I played him with him Newport, and he's a right back, and he's playing left back, which he's comfortable. But you know, just the whole system and the way they're playing, and yeah. they just don't well, here know comes what's JJ. going on. But they, saying they've kept a clean sheet so far, so they're not going to complain. Oh, he mixed it up two steps, plays it short to Greg Olly. Greg Olly back to JJ. JJ is closed down. Can he get the space? He's under pressure. Plays it inside to Salkeld. Salkeld, he's got Greg Ollie on the right hand side. Greg Ollie, can he beat his man? He can. He cuts inside. Shoot. Back to JJ. JJ is going to shoot from distance. He got the deflection. And Ogates are going to win a corner. Blair Turger plays it out for a throw in. And uh, well. A lot, a lot better by Gates. The tempo's picked up a little bit more. Oh, Salkeld's got well the ball. And uh, Greg Ollie, back to Salkeld. Back to Ollie. Ollie, can he whip one in? Plays a short ball to Tom White. Tom White down dead ball lane. And he's won a corner. But. Um, I was just about to say there, when Cameron Salkeld got the ball there, it was exactly the same as where it was judged to have went out before. So but I thought that one was out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he didn't give it, so uh, the linesman having a bit of a, a mad two minutes, to be honest. But again, another great great play by Tom White and Greg linking up well. And we just need to make these corners and free kicks count now. And then yeah. We've had a lot of corners, a lot of free kicks. Just need to make them count. Try and I someone do. try and get past Mullins and. Uh, well, I think this one's going to come in with a bit of pace because they're all going to come running in here from the back. And JJ whips it in. It is with pace. Goes towards the back post and it comes off Robbie Tinkler. And well, that comes straight off Robbie oh. Tinkler. And the goalkeeper is going apoplectic uh, that, at the minute. That, to me, you know, obviously, yeah. not biased, but that was a goal kick. Okay. Seth Nanatumazi, you know, flicked it onto Robbie Tinkler and he went out for a goal kick. I, I was just about to say, I was going to say, well. That's come off Robbie Tinkler. Unfortunately, he couldn't control it when it came to him. <laughs> you know, <it'd> be yeah. <laughs> but Greg Ollie's going to take this one from the far side. Puts it in. It's more of a lofted ball towards Fraser Kern. It just didn't fall for him. And JJ has picked up the ball on the right hand side. He's got Blair Turgut for company. Finds Fraser Kerr. Fraser Kerr on the ball and plays it off Blair Turgut for a throw into Gateshead. Down here on the right hand side. And Robbie Tinkler's coming over to take this. Well, 
Well, there's movement in the box. Yeah, Greg Holly's come across the show for it. Tom White. Salkeld to Tom White. Tom White turns. That's a lovely turn. Can he get a shot off or across? He went to the far post and it's a corner against the game. But that was lovely play as uh, Bowden was coming in at the back post. But it was just taken away from him and put out for a corner. Uh, corner on the far side. Great turn by Tom White I don't know what that was, if it was a left foot shot or a left foot cross but whatever it was it was a great great, a great delivery but uh, <laughs> just bold obviously lucky enough It's whipped in again, a bit more pace this time and Mullins heads it up and it's still not clear and Tosami managed to get it out but only as far as Salkeld who plays it back to Mellish on the halfway line. Mellish plays a deep probing ball towards the left hand side and um, it's cleared by Matt Phillips and uh, well is it, sorry just making sure it is Matt Phillips I'm going to look at the name there Michael Phillips sorry and it's a throw into uh, Maidstone on the far side well say Tom White's definitely been watching or learning someone in training because he's doing some fantastic turns and getting some extra space there isn't he he's been fantastic um, I think that uh, game when he didn't start um, he's been fantastic since he's come back so well, league leaders Halifax are 1-0 down away to Sutton. Oh. So, yes. Uh, to throw in halfway inside the gates at half to Maidstone United. Effective. And uh, Danny Johnson has scored for Motherwell as well. Oh, fantastic stuff. He's really loving life up there in the Scottish Premier League as Muldoon is on the ball. He's going to play it across field to McLennan. McLennan brings it down and Salkeld is the Salkeld even sorry to the Salkeld family who's there to clear up and Bowden brings that ball down under pressure from Finney does well cuts inside tries to play a ball off the rig but Finney does well to block that one and Mullins is battling with Fraser Kerr Kerr comes off the better but there's a slight pull of the shirt there glad the referee didn't see it but the ball's played to Salkeld on the right hand side he's under pressure from Effetti plays it to Tinkler who then plays it forward as Bowden tries to head the ball down but Rig just wasn't uh, able to get round to go on the run but great one touch stuff football from Gateshead but Maidstone are on the attack with Blair Turgot on the far side under pressure from JJ finds Paxman Paxman's twist and turn under pressure from Hunter but it's Philip Matt, Michael Phillips what um, a oh, a oh that's a good yeah, kick. I know but <laughs> <laughs> a great tackle from Tom White there as Michael Phillips was bearing down from the far side and uh, Maidstone have a corner on the far side and Blair Turgut is putting the ball down the former Plymouth man I think Maidstone going to make a substitution in about after this corner I think it looks like Corker, Andre Corker is going to come on yeah I think it and might be uh, for Turgut I think is it no I think it's Mc McLennan McLennan I think as the ball is pumped in by and well Ian Pears just plucks that out of the air there and um, lovely laid off to Ollie. Ollie, can he keep it in? He can't. He can't. No, it was, well, some strange decisions. Judge to have went out there, and it's going to be a throw into what a And there's a massive scoreline in the championship: Sheffield United four, Aston Villa one. Didn't see that result today. Yeah, senor, right there. McLennan is coming off. He's been a bit frustrated, hasn't he, the whole game? So I can see why they're doing that. He must have been a, a tactic because um, Andy's on the yellow card. Yeah, true, true. Well, Andre Coke. Uh, I think Coke will have a bit of a one. a bit of a handful now because Coke is a good good player. Um, so we'll see. No one, no one else has uh, done Tinkler yet. So 
Um, so I think this will be his toughest challenge. Yeah. As Havilland plays the ball out to Fetty, who nutmegs Ollie. But Tom White was under pressure there and didn't get the ball. As Paxman runs onto the ball and Salkel does really well there. Finds Hunter. Hunter plays it to Tom White in the middle. Can Tom White get onto it? And um, just couldn't get then. Blur Turga on the right-hand side has the ball. Cuts inside. Plays the ball across to Paxman. Just too much on it. And that's going to go out for a Gateshead throw in. And I think Gateshead just need to slow it down a little bit. But a beautiful ball to Salkeld, who's in acres of space, who runs with the ball. He's got a Fetty in front of him. He's got Paxman for company as well. Cuts inside. He's in acres still. Can he find a white shirt? He can. Ollie from the edge of the box. Can he shoot? He oh. comes off Muldoon, but only as far as Tom White. Tom White plays it back out to Ollie. Ollie has an under overlap of um, JJ O'Donnell across the ball and wins another corner. And um, Gator players appealing for a handball there. Might have been a bit harsh there, but. Um, looked like there was contact made but uh, Tom White looks like he's uh, just getting his breath back there <laughs> he's putting in a shift today yeah it's about a great positive run by Cam I, know I told him half time is you know, being a little bit more positive he found some space there, there didn't he? Well, when just he finds space and he runs up people you know sometimes they come off sometimes they don't go Greg Ollie whips this one in towards the near post and J.J. O'Donnell oh, got the header across then G. G. it's G. had to be cleared by post. Maidstone and it's a throw in on the far side but uh, we don't normally see Gigi chucking himself in for a diving no. header. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I think he's had his protein wheat picks this morning, but John Mellish has the ball. He looks up, plays it back to Tom White. Tom White taking his time, beats, beats his man, try, plays it into Bowden. Bowden does well. Was he fouled by a fetty? No, he wasn't. And the ball's being cleared, but only as far as Robbie Tinkler, just next to the gate at dugout, plays it forward to Salkel, who's in space. Right. He has... Tom White on the right-hand side. He's used him. Tom White puts a ball into Borden. Borden, can he control it? He's got Finney for company on, on the turn. And um, it's going to fall to JJ from the deflected shot. Out to Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie finds JJ O'Donnell again. He's got Stephen Rigg running through and just couldn't get there. And that's a goal kick to Maidstone United. And 63 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium. Gateshead nil, Maidstone United nil. But uh, we're still looking very dangerous. And Elliot Forbes is going to come on and... I think it's going to be for Jack Hunt. I think it's just more precautionary than anything else after that knock. Jack Hunt has done very well today. Yeah, I think obviously I think his knees um, a bit sore. I think Annie's, obviously Annie's getting the ice out now for yeah for his knees. It's just a bit of a precaution because we've got a big game again on Tuesday against Harrogate. But you know, Elliot Ford, he brings something different. He's going to sit in front of the back four, but he brings that little bit more height because he. Uh, more power when we have do have corners and the free kick so oh, it was a bit of harsh I was but uh, free kick to uh, Maidstone Merrick John Merrick went up with uh, Mullins and just get the forwards pulled his shirt a little bit but a dangerous free kick 10-15 yards out it is well well they tried to take it short and quick there and the referee said no I don't know why not it wasn't a little bit pedantic he wants the full 10 yards back to be honest I wish he had let them carry on there because I don't think he was running into any space but Blair Turgut standing over the ball he's got another player there for company I think it is Paxman or Muldoon Muldoon's going to take it he crosses it lofted into the post looking Great, for Haviland but uh, Corker plays the ball back to Paxman back to Muldoon who shoots from distance always rising but uh, not that far above the ball and um 
lead leaders Halifax have equalised away to Sutton and Wrexham are now 1-0 up at home to Aldershot another team that haven't started that well uh, who I thought might have done a bit better this season still time yet though Pears takes the goal kick Bowden lovely ball I thought it was just going to drop for Rig there on the run but Tom White does well to win that ball he keeps it in can he get a cross in he's down on the right hand side lovely cross and just, just didn't drop Touch. to a white shirt but Robbie Tinkler shoots from distance oh. and much like Muldoon's shot it was always rising yeah well it was worth a pop and Mark Quinn has put come on uh, the heat a dozen corners so far keep pressing and the goal will come well let's certainly hope so I think that's a big difference today where you know we've got our two strikers up front I think we're just missing the big man up front today uh, for another option yeah Elliot well Fraser Kerr beats Mullins in the air but Mullins got the ball but Fraser Kerr just didn't give up and he still got the ball and Fraser Kerr's run right down the left hand side couldn't keep it in oh he did he got it to Bowden he's, and nice, he's on the overlap and well that's <laughs> I was I'd give up on that one myself. I didn't realise yeah. he kept it in, but Kerr playing like a, an attacking well, midfielder Scottish there. Scottish Colin Henry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colin Henry was Scottish as well, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to think of the, an equivalent. I think I'll say Mullet as Colin Henry, but yeah, but he's doing well there, dear Fraser Kerr. He's definitely up there in the run for one of the man of the match awards, I would say. But there's been some good performances today by Gateshead. But still, over 20 minutes to play. Can we find the winner? As JJ has the ball for a throw in just on the halfway line. And Gateshead battling with the ball, but Bowden's got it. Finds Tom White. Tom White's under pressure from Paxman. Can he do so? He finds a beautiful ball across to Solkeld. Solkeld's got space. He's got the overlap of Tinkler as well if he wants to use them. He doesn't. He crosses the ball in and it nearly found its way to Rig and Midstone have cleared it out. But the, you know, we've just got to hope one of these falls to the boots of a white of a Gateshead player. A white shirt. But um, Tom White still battling with the ball. It's in the in the corner. And has he still he's still got it and he wins a throw in off of Fetty there. And it's uh, Robbie Tinkler's gonna take this one. But that's about the fourth or fifth time it's felt to a white shirt in the box and we just haven't been able to get under from underneath our feet. No, again, great delivery with Cam. Being positive again, get up his man. Great delivery. But well, Robbie Tinkler, he wants some heads to aim for and he puts it in towards Bowden and Gator have won a corner. Well, this must be the 10 or 12th corner for Gator so far in this game. It's got to keep this going and um, we've got a new follower on Twitter Gary Lear thank you very much <laughs> Gary Lear <laughs> is that someone you know someone I know uh, well who knows we <laughs> might get a message as JJ is going to take one of his I don't know if it's infamous or famous corners he's going to take the three steps back he did uh, one two, two three. three he did mess. He did change it up before and did a two just to keep That's us on the feet one here we go he crossed it in pace Great straight into the middle and oh, oh. someone's got to get ahead on that yeah Kerr was up there and it just didn't oh get no, oh and unfortunately oh no, a slip oh and it's oh no, three on oh two no. at the moment as Corky on the ball he's got um, well it 
put it through to Effetti. Effetti, can he put the ball back towards Corker? And he can it. And Corker's got the ball, but I thought that went out on the dead ball line. Hasn't. He's managed to turn, and Maidstone really let Gator off the hook there as Sol Keldo a fantastic tackle on Corker. And Robbie Tinkler calmly to Ollie. And Ollie's going to pump that ball forward, looking for Bowden, but. Tom White manages to clear the ball and that's a foul there oh, but a little bit lucky there who are let off the hook there I think they got a little bit um, excited oh. didn't they moving forward I think when you see, when you see the three run, three attacking two there you know Maystone you had Corker you had Blair Turgut and you had the right back as well you know I think they were guilty of all running into the same space as yeah, well I think I if think. Corker had it pulled off to the to the left hand side then it was uh, going to be 1 0 Maidstone, but Again, thankfully. Great, great covering by Greg Ollie. You know, he's not defensively minded, but great covering by Greg. But John Mellis, superb. Now, standing his ground, didn't, didn't dive in. Didn't Sol Keldo, a fantastic touch, takes himself into the centre of the pitch. He's still got the ball. He's got GG on the left hand side. He plays it across to him. He's got Blair Tugger for company. He's still got the ball. Passes it back to Sol Keld. Sol Keld, can he cut? He's got to try to get across in with his, uh, his left foot, and there wasn't much power in it, but Gator oh, still have the ball. Steve Rigg from distance plays it out to Tom White on the right hand side he's in the box can he beat a fed he can he shoots it and oh, it goes past the post oh my and that oh, was probably one that. of the best chances we've had all game and um, well just dragged it past the post oh. beautiful ball by Rigg across there to see Tom White on the right hand side of the box yeah it's great build up play beforehand now Cam cut inside again driving all the way across Put, set JJ through I thought JJ would have got a turn around a touch and cross and then not going back I thought he was gone for, straight for goal just just actually give it a whirly and see where it goes but he didn't he come back coming back to Cam cross wasn't wasn't the greatest but Tom White one and one and just went wide but yeah. could play by Gateshead and Mullins tries to bring the ball down but he's dispossessed and ball's played but forward by Tinker to Salkeld on the halfway line he's got Tom White for support on the right hand side Salkel still with the ball. Salkel gets a cross in. It's a low grass cutter, but it's cleared by Finney. And uh, only as far as Robbie Tinkler, the captain, who plays it all the way back to Pears. Gated keeping possession, which is great to see, to Mellish. On the left-hand side, he's looking for a white shirt. Crosses the halfway line, plays it to Rig. First-time ball to... JJ O'Donnell on the overlap and JJ puts the ball in there. I thought that was just going to get to Bowden oh, and that's a foul and that oh. was, well Rig was pushed on the edge of the box right in front of the referee the referee is not interested at all and that was off the ball it wasn't he didn't make any attempt for the ball that was just a push shoulder barge that was very close well, great play JJ great delivery by JJ yeah. just across the face of goal but again you know, Bowden is there but not in, not in the right position know, just I, you know, Finney and uh, was the other end? I mentioned Haviland is just, just, just there. I mentioned in pre-season that this year we're, we're, we're putting dangerous balls in. We're mixing it up. The, the, you know, the one-touch football is beautiful. We're opening up Maidstone all the time here, and to see it rigged to JJ there was just it was beautiful. You know, and we're just we're running into space, but we're just not the final third. It's just well, see, we're in the final third. It's, it's the final quarter where we're not just getting that that look in the box. Yeah, I think you know just. I think the lack of options today, you know, if we if we had the likes of Jordan Burrow, obviously last year we had Jordan Burrow, Richard Pennicott. Mellish there to clear up as Corker was coming onto the ball. Danny Johnson, John oh, Preston. And well, so. John Mellish, he, I tell you what, he doesn't like stands, he's just broke a seat there. Oh, he's got to pay for that his wages. Relish the Mellish. As Blair Turgut lets the ball overlap there to 
Fetty back to Blair Turger. Blair Turger cuts inside, tries to shoot, and it's deflected out. But only as far as this fella found his way to Swami. How we pronounce his name? I'm Tumazi. Tumazi, there we go. Apologies if I've been pronouncing that wrong all game. Lucky enough, I know him, so otherwise yeah. I would have been struggling as well. Well, Finney playing the ball back to Wogan under pressure from Bowden. Mellish wins ahead of there in midfield can Elliot Forbes he's got the ball there under pressure from Michael Phillips but Phillips comes away with it passes out to Fetty on the right hand side he's got rig for company passes it back to Paxman Paxman got Greg Ollie all over him at the moment passes it back to it went from Phillips back to Fetty Fetty cuts inside and that was a lovely tackle by boys. Rig that was beautiful and Gated have the opportunity to bring the ball forward and a Oh, unlucky, unlucky, uh, unlucky. unlucky ball to uh, Robbie Tinkler um, but if he had a got onto it we were, we were on the move there but it's a throw in to Maidstone just in front of their own dugout I think the fans are getting a little bit frustrated now Osby, because you know, we should be winning this game but we just need to relax a little bit you know, I think the chances still keep coming about 14 minutes to go with injury time as well added on top of that Can Gates had managed to get something out of this game it's nil-nil at the moment as Mullins is battling with Mellish and Mellish Stood strong there, and Blur Turger takes a shot, and he scuffs it on the out outside of his boot, and that um, goes out for a goal kick to Gateshead. Well, if you would like to tweet us at Heed underscore Army, and um, I'm trying to see. <laughs> what's that say there? I think it's uh, I was a tweet about chemistry. It's yeah, it's football manager. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got good chemistry there. Is that what it's saying? Yeah, Scott Byron, JJ Donald have fairly decent partnership haven't played together often there we are oh, there we go well, I don't think we have to be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mellish he's done fantastic today wins the header but it falls to Andrea Corker on the left hand side and Greg Ollie's battling there with him but Corker's still got the ball and see it's fell to Paxman Paxman pass, tried to find Corker and Gateshead managed to mop up and Robbie Tinkler plays a little dink ball to Solkeld Solkeld Fortier I've got it past Muldoon but it's back with Corker Corker's got he's, he's twisting turning but Gates have managed to get it away through Elliot Forbes and Tinkler blocking his path and Ollie plays it out Christ. to Solkeld Christ. he's on the halfway line he's got a crossfield ball option there I thought JJ was going to be there but Ollie's still on the ball to Tinkler the cap back to Ollie and Ollie now brings the ball forward over the halfway line and he's closed down by Paxman a little bit slotted by Gateshead and Elliot Forbes just plays it back to Pears just to calm things down and he rolls kicks it to Fraser Kerr back to Tinkler Tinkler cuts inside looking for a runner he's put it through to Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie, good control and uh, he's just pushed off the ball by Michael Phillips oh and God. Finney <laughs> awful ball control there he's scuffed it and then he had to clear it out for a throw in which Tinkler's oh, take oh, oh, halfway oh, oh, oh. inside Tom White received the ball. He's dinked the ball across to the far side. Is that going to fall for? Oh, oh, it fell to Bowden. I didn't think that was going to get uh, above Fetty's head, and it did. As the ball's quickly played out to Blair Turgut, who's kept the ball in on the right-hand side. And it's there's five gates of church back, what and John Mellish with her. He had a telescopic leg there. He was like Inspector Gadget. It was fantastic. Unbelievable, John. It broke away then. You know, again a counter-attacking uh, Maidstone, but. 
A two centre arse there, John Mayer and Fraser Cohen just mopping up everything, you know, they've been superb. Well, Greg Ollie picks up the ball just in front of the gate of dugout. He's got Sol Keld in front of him. He tries to dink a ball through, looking for the run of Rig, and Rig has won the ball. That's fantastic stuff. He's twisting and turning. Can he get across across? He can it, and uh, Finney again is having to just by hook or by crook get that out of uh, out of danger's way, but it's a throw into Gateshead. Taken quickly, Ollie to Tinkler but, and Tinkler's been dispossessed by Matt Phillips Michael Phillips but oh and well Gates has got the ball back as Elliot Forbes tried to dink a ball in there and um, well Mullins has chested the ball down there and oh that's a bit harsh he a just bit harsh. he ran into John Mellish and John Mellish has been judged to have fouled him there and he's not going to get a card out here for that is he it'll be yeah. very unfair he is he's getting a yellow card for his troubles there John Mellish that was harsh that it's a harsh yellow no, it was a free kick but not a yellow you know, John, you know, the bloke just cut inside and John went to win the ball and he's pushed the pass and his ball's going up for a throw-in and you know, John just stood his ground and <laughs> Mullins, with the big lad he is, just bundled things against John but a bit harsh but we've yeah. got, we got to switch on now well, This free kick is probably dead centre in the pitch just inside the centre circle um, Well, disappointing attendance today, 564 as Muldoon takes to, to Blair Turgut who lofts the ball towards Mullins but Elliot Forbes is there to head a clear only as far as to Swami and uh, let's see Gateshead sitting deep again at the moment as Blair Turgut lofts the ball towards Mullins and Fraser Kerr's there to head it but only as far as Andrea Corker Corker on the corner of the box on the left hand side tries to go down at the dead ball line did he keep that in he did he's got a cross in and thankfully for Gateshead Paxman couldn't control that and that went out for a goal kick to Gateshead well nine minutes remaining here Gateshead nil Maidstone United nil it's been a decent game if you have the Gateshead persuasion but we'll just say four or five opportunities we've had the ball at a Gateshead attacker's feet in the box and we just haven't been able to get a shot off no, not really. No, we just got to be patient. Still another 10 minutes to go plus stoppage. You know, anything can happen. Yeah, there's a Fetty runs to pick the ball up on the far right hand side. He's still got the ball. Finds Blair Turgut. Blair Turgut's under pressure from Elliot Forbes. Still under pressure. And the Swami has got the ball under pressure from Sal. It's a beautiful tackle by Sal, Sal Kel there, and it's a throw in to. Maidstone just in front of their own dugout here. Well, the crowd has just went a little bit flat. I think we need something to spark them into life. What's going on here? He told them to go off for some reason. No, he must have blood or was it ripped short or? I haven't got a clue. Has he got his shorts are ripped? So he wants him to change his shorts? Oh, no, just, no, oh it, it's, no. Um, it was his Lycra compression uh, pants underneath. He doesn't like seeing the black. Um, a bit busy, though. Isn't it? Uh, well, he's went all game and he hasn't noticed it. A bit busy, though. Just, you know, game's going on and the referee's worried about someone's under armour on his, on his shorts than getting on with the game. Hey, that's petty, that, isn't it? Well... Uh, looks like St John's ambulance are needed there one of the young spectators I think he's hit his head off something so hopefully he's alright but it's a free kick taken by Pears to Mellish 
Manish wanting a white shirt to show for him he crosses the halfway line he's still asking for someone to get into space but he drives forward with the ball himself and he puts the ball out to Greg Ollie on the left hand side back to JJ JJ pumps the ball forward looking for a run of rig but it's intercepted and it's a throw in on the far side there well I think this is where we need now we're going to have the ball now we need the likes of Tom White and Greg just to break the lines because you know, again it's similar to Halifax where they've got their banks of four and the four midfield and they're just sitting deep and we've got three midfielders are just in front of them so I think we need two of them just try and break the lines and Gates cause them a bit of problems yeah Gateshead have won a free kick about 10 yards inside the Maidstone half on the far side there um, it's going to be an opportunity to get some shirts in the box and whip one in here well the referee's brought it a bit further forward here uh, than where the foul took place, which is not complaining about. It's probably better to put the ball into the box with some pace as Greg Ollie stands over the ball. And everybody inside the Maidstone half bar Ainsley pairs. It's Greg Ollie. Got a tussle in, puts the ball in, goes across box, and Fraser Kerr gets a header. Oh, wasn't it? It was Robbie Tinkler, sorry. And that went straight into the arms of uh, Wogan. But that's better from Gateshead just wasn't enough power on the header we directed it well and it looks like we may see another change Joe Quigley is warming up with some intent now on the touchline for Maidstone as Corker heads the ball forward but Fraser Kerr's there passes the ball up looking for Rig and Rig well I thought that was going to go for a throw in but Corker managed to keep it in and Elliot Forbes just well he does really well there good feet and Ollie plays it out to JJ O'Donnell on the overlap on the left hand side. He's got Blair Turgut in front of him and Defetti just slowly calm, turned around and passed it to Ollie. Gates is still in possession. Tom White plays the ball back to Elliot Forbes. Forbes across to Robbie Tinkler. Robbie Tinkler's got Cameron Solkeld there. He uses him. Can Solkeld beat his man? He's going to cut inside here. Plays it back to Robbie Tinkler. Robbie Tinkler with a dangerous ball in there. Now. Oh, and the keeper didn't. Uh, didn't control that and Borden has the ball plays it to Ollie on the corner of the box who tries to put it back in there and Rig is Rig was Rig, Rig it's another yes. penalty for Gateshead as Rig was going for the ball he was fouled from behind and is this Ooh. the opportunity Gateshead need to take the lead we certainly hope so Gateshead have already missed I a penalty in this game and um, well it looks like there might be a bit of afters there I didn't see what happened um, I think the linesman off. is coming over Scott Bowden's going to I think Scott's going to take it again I think uh, well I don't know there's a chat between Bowden and Riggs but something happened off the ball there no I think it's going to be uh, I think Blair Turgot might have been I think it's going to be Riggy Riggy's going to take it oh no no no, no he's putting it down for, or is it yes oh, it's hard to tell <laughs> oh I don't know they're which both, one it is they're both stood in there but um Tom oh, White no, was nervous. Tom White wanted to get the linesman's attention there because yeah, something I think, happened. I don't yeah, know what it I was. Think, I don't know what it was, but uh, obviously something's happened with well, Tom White and he's not happy. Well, so I think Blair, Blair Turgut has got red, sent off. Red card off the ball incident. I think it must have been a tussle. Uh, it must, must have been. JJ's off as well. He's got a second yellow. So I don't know what JJ's happened there. Gone. Yes, JJ, oh, yes, JJ's gone. Red card. Second What's yellow. The, uh, J yeah, JJ's off. JJ's been. JJ's was nowhere near the the melee. Um, so I don't get that. He was, he was involved with Blair Turgut and Tom White. JJ just got involved to break it all up. So 
I don't really know what's happened there because you know JJ's he's saying he looks, JJ's he looks completely more confused than anything confused else. because you sent the referee what have I done well we went from a moment of ecstasy there getting, getting a penalty and another chance to take the lead I think obviously with JJ coming off now I think it's going to be a technical change yeah I think we're going to have to um, shore it up at the back aren't Tom, we Tom David um, but no JJ looks you know JJ looks bam bamboozled to be honest because well, that's not JJ if he, if he does something wrong then fair enough but well, he's walking off and I would imagine they'll appeal this one um, it'll definitely be in the, in the highlights or you know, in, the, in the, the match footage that the referee gets and the FA gets but um, yeah JJ certainly not happy and JJ I think, I think there's a little bit of thing between Blair, yeah. Blair Turk and JJ in, in the tunnel so yeah um, well, it's going to be Boden that's going to step up to take the penalty. And hopefully, it's JJ you now uses his head a little bit. Yeah. You know, don't don't do anything stupid. Well, well something going on is Stewart's well, going Boden to steps forward. This yes! time he scores. Gets in there, Boden. He went the opposite side to what he did the last time, and it's one nil Gateshead with 88 minutes gone on the clock. It's I been think, coming all game. I think Mike Williamson now is going to go in and take a uh, calm down, JJ. But I think that's not that's not JJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, well, but it's great, not his character, great, is it? Great composure by Scott Bowden now to really take the penalty again. You know, he thought he deserved it. He's worked entirely. See, you know, he worked really hard today. You know, just, nothing's gone, nothing's really fall for him. He's gone the right positions, but, but you know, yeah. to step up to take the penalty again where we missed the first one and calmly, and I mean calmly, slot in the bottom, bottom uh, left-hand corner where the keeper went the wrong way. But yeah. I think Scott Bowden really deserved that. You know, hopefully now with that goal, he will, it will kick on. He'll kick on now, and I know Bodes, and hopefully kick on. He's yeah. he scored the goals that uh, he deserves. Yeah, I mean, if, if anyone is listening from a Maidstone uh, point of view, uh, you know, <laughs> we try to be as uh, unbiased as possible. But I think Gator are, are good for the lead. To be honest, at the moment. Yeah, I think they are. You know, I think they are. They are good for the league. You know, and like I said, it, it, it's been it's been hard to break Maidstone down. You know, they've been. You know, yeah. they, they've, they've worked their socks off defensively and you can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to, um, you know, try and hit us in the counter where we give a sloppy, pe- sloppy play away or possession. But I think we des- I think we do deserve that, you know. Yeah. They're making a big change. They're making a change. Tom Davis, come on now, centre-half. I think John Mayles will yeah, go. And Sol Kelder's uh, midway. Will Joe go left-back. Um, yeah. And then Cam's, uh, Cam's come off. And I think with Paxman coming off now and they got Quigley, so I think they're going to go for it now with... Big man Quigley and uh, Mullins up top. Yeah, I think it's going to be plain to see these lads are going to go along now here at uh, Maidstone as they pump the ball forward looking for Quigley. Too much on it and straight through to pairs. But um, I say, I'll, I'll let you pick the man of the match. I'll let you have a little think about it in the next few minutes. But um, there's a few candidates out there. Yeah, there's a few candidates. You know, in, in my mind, I think the two centre halves have been absolutely fantastic. John yeah. Mellish and Fraser Kerr. I think Mellish for me is he um, hasn't put a foot wrong. Today. No, no. I think the both of them, though, look up against a big lad Mullins. I think they've been fantastic. You know, he hasn't really done anything. But another one is on, on the Tom White. I thought, yeah. you know, he's been fantastic going forward. You know, defence. He, um, you know, he, he's worked his socks off all game. So, to me, it's out, out of them three. But yeah, I, tan- I think I, can't, the, the, I can't really decide at the moment. So mm-hmm. it just come back to me in I mean, about two you minutes. Could, you could even have a shout for Ollie because Ollie's got back and defended really well as well. He's been box to box today. But I think I'd agree with you out of them three. But I'll let you pick as Rig takes the ball down to the corner and wins a throw in a corner to Gateshead and um, 
Well, I don't think we'll see anything silly here. I think we're going to be taking it short and trying to keep possession as uh, Bowden and Rig are up there. And I think Tinks thought it was a throw in there. Gates are just taking the time, using a little bit of experience here. See, I haven't seen how many minutes I would have. Matt Hazard, four minutes here, will be added on. Um, but we'll see. But Rig and Bowden, the two big centre forwards, they're going to take this corner and try and keep a hold of it. I think no, we've been talking about lately about game management. Now I think we need this is this is a key part now where yeah. you know we can't switch off. We can't switch off. We've got to you know be ready. Yeah. For everything they're going to put in front of us now. Now obviously they're going to go along with the two big men at front, but we just got to be ready now. We just get things back in now and keep our shape. Yeah. And well, uh, to see this get this this last uh, three and a half minutes out. Yeah. Well, see, Maidstone in possession. They hook the ball forward, and Devitt called in action oh, for the oh, first oh, time oh, there oh, and uh, oh, it's oh, went oh. out for a throw into well take our time now take our time relax yeah. keep our shape don't do anything stupid and just hit the right areas and make them work yes let's see if you do want the message just in you can uh, at heed underscore army on twitter and also on the chat facility on speaker and uh as Rig battles with Finney down there on the far side and super Riggy, it off super. There. that's fantastic he's another stuff. one that could be the man of match today again you know, he's come in for Luke, you know, which is a big, big boots to fill, to be honest. Yeah. But he's worked in socks off as well. He's 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 been superb. You know, he's come inside, hold up play has been very good. Linking up play with Bodes as well. Yeah. So he's another one man of match. But well, I think I've got my, uh, I think I finally made my decision, to be honest. Well, we're having a little bit of love on the chat facility here. It's, but Scott uh, will be missed on the commentary. Who's replacing him? Well. JJ is going to be banned Just for probably, a couple of probably, games. Could be JJ, yeah. So we could do a swap replacement, to be honest. But uh, no, I fully the, enjoyed it. The things JJ will do to get on the commentary. Yeah, I think I think all the things I've said about him in the last uh, in the last three three or four weeks. Um, who's got man matches? Oh, I didn't hear it there. Oh, I didn't know. But um, I think the things I've been saying about him is is, is superstition of uh, with the corners and. Stuff like that. I feel surely if, if he's going to do some commentating in the next few weeks I'm playing I'm then I'm sure he's going to pay back I must admit hand on my heart though I think that red card would will be rescinded I think if, if, I don't, I don't we'll, think we'll it can as well, well because yeah. unless it was another yellow and another red then I don't think it was it can be rescinded but if it's a straight red then no no it was another it yellow was a and a red, red. Yeah. It, it, was, was another yellow and no, red. it can be no I don't think it can be not be taken away if it's a straight red and you can but um, but obviously if it's a yellow and a red you can't really uh well, contested to be honest. And is that the, will he be able to play the next game or will yeah, he play the next yeah, game and yeah. then obviously the Saturday and his. Uh, yeah. But I think I think JJ oh. will be a little bit disappointed because he, yeah. you know since he's come back in the squad he's been fantastic. You know. He has, and that's fantastic by Tom White there Again. chasing down the ball. Maidstone in the last three minutes haven't been able to get it out of the uh, the right hand corner in their own half here, uh, left hand corner. Sorry. And this just shows you that what you mentioned all the way through the game, the game management, the, the concentration levels are sticking. And Foden there, <laughs> a little bit cheeky. <laughs> you want the touch of the ball there off the bench. And, uh, Love it, Foden. Oh, great stuff. I think Foden's under the touch of the ball then. They certainly did. Well, Rig, who's sitting a little bit deep. And then well that's on a foul Bob. on Tom White. And that's uh, just winding down the clock here, Gated. And Mullins is doing his absolute nut. And uh, to be honest, who could blame him? He hasn't had the service today, really. And um, he's been up against two fantastic central defenders. But uh, like I said, I think I've got my uh, my man of the match. 
Um, and now it's, it was tough between the three, Fraser, John and Whitey. But uh, I think I've given it to Tom White because yeah. he's been fantastic. You know, not just defensively, but going forward, he's created a lot of things. You yeah. know, His energy-wise, he's oh, been Oh, lovely ball by Borden to rig there as he places into the corner. And uh, this is... This is a professional finish by Gateshead. Yeah, it's been game managed. But like I said, Tom, I think, from my eye, it's very close because John Mersh hasn't put a foot wrong. You know, Fraser Kerr has won every single header and he hasn't put a foot wrong either. But in my eye, I think defensively and going forward, when he's created a lot of, lot of chances, as yeah. Tom White. Tom White for me. I think he's been super. Well, he's been involved in a lot of the build-up play from the back to the front. And um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. So the commentary man of the match is Tom White. And um, nice little dink by Tinkler there is offside. And, um, well... I'm sure that's it now. It's surely. got to be, hasn't it? I want to keep looking at the clock, clock and I keep saying 90 plus 24. Yeah, that's been going on for the last five minutes. It has, and the ball's so, played forward, yeah, and that that's it. it. Yes, get A well-deserved victory for Gator Football Club. They went through it a little bit, missing a penalty in the first half, but Borden stepped up again and made amends and you'd have to say it's a deserved result for Gateshead today and um, well back to winning ways and as I say the unfortunate thing about the game was the red card for J.G. O'Donnell yeah it's unfortunate but we just got to take that away now um, you know a good result you know back on winning ways I'm beating the home so what's the main thing you know which we you know we struggled last year at, at, at our home last year where you know with some games we go one and up and we didn't see it out and we draw one all or we lose but that was a professional performance from Gateshead. Um, going forward, you know, we found it hard because we couldn't break down, but couldn't break down Maystone. But lucky enough, we had a penalty at the end. Got superb by Scott Bowden. Apparently, it was JJ that got man of the match. Um, JJ got. So I, to be honest, and yep. I, I, JJ is, is another one as well because obviously I forgot because obviously he got sent off. But he's another one because defensively again, I know he's he's. Like we talked about yesterday about Blair Turgut, no, we'll ask me pin against him, we'll talk tore him apart. But I thought JJ was fantastic today. Defensively, you know, he's getting he's getting better defensively. Um again winning his headers, you no know, one v ones. But going forward as well, he created a lot going forward. Um so it's a J you know, it's a JJ I know what yeah. I've used to know and it's, he's getting back to his confidence. Um of of his injury, I know, and uh, yeah. I think again JJ this probably deserved the the um, man of match as well but uh, I mean, overall there was, there was three things that, that I'd like to pick up on just before we wrap up clean sheet in the second half they didn't have a shot on target and that no. shows you how well we played and they, they, they were better in the second half as well yeah they picked it up in a bit in the second half but this shows that um, you know it's obviously it's a back four and, and Pezzi but you've got to give credit to Jack Hunt and Elliot when they come on as well because they're part of the, of the defence as well you know you keep clean sheets mm -hmm. you win games but that, that simple as and you know, I think the gaffer will be over the moon now when he goes in the change room one we're keeping a clean sheet and two you know, we've got that goal so yeah. we can look forward now it's, it's three points that probably pushes us up the table a little bit more I don't know obviously the results are today but yeah. it, it, it brings an exciting game on Tuesday you know, when we play Harrogate at home um, if it is it yeah. is a Tuesday and, ha and yeah. Harrogate Harrogate have had an absolute storm at the day they've won 3-0 um, 4-0 so it's going to be a very tough game yeah, but so um, it's a challenge yeah, I say we've we've come up against the league's big boys so far and done well at home, 
and uh, hopefully we can build on what we've already done at home this season but uh, as I say we, we might have you on Tuesday night if we do uh, we look forward to I'm it look forward to it I think, I think that could have been my, it could be my last one on, on, uh, on Tuesday but I'm looking forward to it no, I, I love I love it to be honest um, I thoroughly enjoy it and I thoroughly enjoy working with you as well so I'm learning as well so it's something that hopefully I'd, uh, I'll do in, uh, when I finish my football there it is well we'll wrap it up there thank you everyone that's messaged in and listened and hopefully on Tuesday Gator can continue where they left off from today and um, just have to leave to say that the result was Gator 1 Maidstone United 0 me. <laughs> before you drive the all new Nissan Rogue you gotta ask yourself how rogue are you gonna go we talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue or take the long way home just because kind of rogue just a question but with five available drive modes you're sure to find the answer Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.